on Star Trek Reliant. The Reliant uh, had spent a good a good amount of time, probably a couple of months or, or a month or uh, some minor amount of time had passed, and the Reliant was exploring a, a, a world that was prone to seismic disaster and probably had something with the uh, the condition of one of the moons that they were checking out. And Reliant detected um, something that I thought was going to trouble you right out, but didn't. Um, the fact was uh, Orion, uh, Orion fighter that had uh, small scale cloaking and um, just for themselves, not, they didn't have any kind of big cloaking or anything, but still um, it's not something that Orion, the Orion normally have. And you found, the, uh, the Orion that you had worked with a planet of we're gonna have to come up with a good name this is like a gonna be a big battle tonight um, wait I got it I got it Umpius 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 okay or uh, Lupius Umpius or Lupius battle uh, well we'll have to come up with a name everybody like think of a cool um, but uh, wait wait I got one um, uh, the, the Orion okay what is it uh, Lapatus Lapatis, I love it. The Battle of Lapatis. Write that in our game time chat so that we can make sure to add it to our as the, the this is that. So this is the Battle of Lapatis. Um and uh the uh, the, the Orion that you had worked with on, on Lapatis, um, who had worked with Elenis or had worked with Kendra when um when you came here and investigated different places, the Undine infiltrator might have been uh you and she de- I can't remember which you dealt with. Um I think it was Dara. I, with Dara, I mean Dara is definitely the Orion that you dealt with, and what you know of her is um what I had told you is that you know that she is efficient, smart, and friendly, but not seductively friendly. Um, her, uh, the, the, the Orion, um, like Lieutenant that had come along with her and you, uh, just simply obeyed her. I know you weren't there for that episode, so that's why I'm telling you again what you know about her. Efficient and smart, and she is friendly without being over-friendly. That's, and, um, she also seems reasonable, um, that much seems like a reasonable person. Um, so, uh, they, they, they pretended to lie about why they were there, and then they were, uh, leaving, leaving Reliant there with knowledge that the warp trail that they left, uh, was pointing them toward Lapatis. And, um, uh, Reliant, uh, received word that a Klingon invasion is on its to Lapatis. It has, um... Uh, uh, the Oompa Loompa episode ended, uh, by the way, um, uh, Kendra, uh, it ended with, um, Waitley and, um, Waitley and, I can't remember who was with Waitley at the time, but they discovered uh, that the person that they went to go see was, uh, it was the one that was, like, uber fashion. I can't remember, um, it was, uh, it was the female, um, the woman yeah. who was, like, who had, like, like, devoted following was like yeah uh, uh so so they discovered that she was that one of her advisors was um was the undine the undine was fought on the planet the undine beamed up to ship and there was going to be like one of those moments like in the second or third episode um for the players where you fight a bio ship and have to hold them off 
but they just sent Lieutenant Tardigrade over and ended that real quick. So that's how the original episode ended, and the um, uh, planet was left with only leaders. A hippie kind of guy who really wasn't that great. He was maybe better than um, some of the others. He died, yeah. Um, and the one that... Uh, but, but regardless, they're going back there, hung at the edge of the system to monitor what the Orion ship, the Iron Vault, was doing in the system. And in short order, another Slave Master battle and uh, another Slave Master battleship that uh, recognized as a ship that you scanned when uh, the ship that you scanned from the computer systems aboard the very first starbase that you ever stopped at the um uh redheaded uh her mina um it is her uh ship that warps into the area and then a ship that is larger than any orion ship any of you had ever ever seen um in uh, you probably know that such a thing exists i don't remember what hassan's juggernaut of a in terms of a uh, class war of ship war barge yes um so the a war barge which is bigger than a slave master battleship also warped in a, a i can't remember exactly what happened at the end that um that you guys wanted to send something but they they realized that something was on the on the outside of the system and so they all launched what was like watching the sky filled with bugs in front of us, the light reflected off of the surface of the planet because just so many little fighter craft flying out of those ships and you you punched it got out of there and then they just hung at the edge of the system um i'm assuming because i remember you saying it at the end of the episode that as you're warping away marcus is sending a report to command uh at your home star base epsilon 10 and that will be where we pick up as you know our um i i i i encourage people to look at our our first season uh credits um role as um as we have uh <laughs> reliant the uss reliant starring marcus graves played by duncan idaho Woo. um uh uh commander elenis kendra the first officer of the ship played by elenis kendra greetings uh, we have um, Rick Tier, the chief engineer, uh, Baz, uh, Baz, who is also our system expert. Howdy, y'all. We've got um, cast playing Quentin Reynolds, chief science officer on board. <laughs> we <laughs> we have um, we 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 have our friend Nick playing Doctor Eli O'Connor, the chief medical officer. <laughs> That's me. Um, we we have um we have our friend Jarlin playing Kara Junrani, uh, a an Ibi officer, a uh, race created by another player, Duncan, who plays our captain. Um, Jarlin. What do you plays mean Kara. the ship is not equipped with fuses or circuit breakers? <laughs> we have um we have the grumpy old Nord playing one of the, one one of the more interesting next generationy type um. Uh, a STO timeline setting. Okay, we, he's playing a chaplain of uh, of a multi faith chapel, um, and also a powerful Beta Z who uh, who serves a position on the bridge in a way teams often like Donna Troy did. That was that's Grumpy Old Nord. Greetings and salutations. 
We also have with us tonight Starfarer Theta, who plays the exocomp officer on board, slowly gaining sentience. Oakley. Uh, we do most of the talking for Oakley, and he'll uh, he'll, he'll often tell us what uh, what kind of faces and displays. Beep, beep, boop, bop. Um, so anyway, that uh, the Reliant hits the warp corridor, and it becomes uh, your communication is open and unless you want to say that you weren't going to send the report um as soon as your communication is uh stable and safe uh larissa is beaming the report that you wanted was sent to unless there is another thing to do instead of that well you're giving me the option so now i'm second guessing that approach <laughs> uh, okay um, so it, here's it, kind of the thing we're being uh, we're being pursued by nope. a lot of fighters. Um, actually, oh. Larissa. Oh, we're not Larissa, being pursued. Larissa will say, um, "That would be as you hit the warp corridor." Larissa would say, "No pursuit, sir. I've got the message ready to send a command through Epsilon Ten. How sure are we that the Orions can't burn encryption? Not sure of anything. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Um. Definitely, we can't handle this on our own. And if any surprises are waiting in store for us, we will certainly need a lot of backup. I want everyone at their stations and prepared for, unfortunately, battle. Um. Should it come to it. Also, be scanning for tachyon emissions. Uh. Anywhere in our vicinity to make sure we don't have any. We're not running into any cloaked vessels. Time. Like everybody. Uh. Probably starts looking at their stations. Like, wow. Okay battle um and i i you probably you have 10 minutes um people are at your you're, you're at your stations i believe that almost all of you i remember at the end of last game uh dr o'connor was on the bridge so all of you are on the bridge i believe yeah, and um, able to uh, discuss the 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 messages sent. Um, and anybody who wants to look, yes, it pings um, perfectly through Epsilon Ten and um, is sent to command. And now all you can do is wait. Um, begin. I'd like to check so... to see if there's any power readings, any abnormal power readings, not related to the native systems on the planet. Um, Ooh, long range scans. Well, it... if we're at this point, we're in pursuit, uh, or we could be alerting the Orions to our location with a long range scan, and they may decide to us. Those are three large vessels, and they may be able to outgun us to power. Do we? So, what passive sensors do we want... have that would assume if That's we a good can? Question. <laughs> it's a question for someone who knows the ship. I mean, Rick would that? know, but but uh, we're, uh, this is sort of a GM question. What's what's the question, Baz? Uh, would would the Reliant have any passive sensors that would be able to pick up signs of? Um... It'd have to be okay. Long range, I, I believe. Anyway, my my call would be um, long range aren't really passive um unless all you're trying to do is like pick up a signal <laughs> okay then yeah th then don't worry um so uh graves at this point will also order us to take an evasive so let's not keep to the same trajectory that we're at and let's take you surprise moves also scan for anything that may be able to hide us Question. Uh, not the first most obvious thing that's something needs torpedo are we still at warp yes car immediately just looks back at Captain Graves and says, "Sir, at warp, my maneuvering options are limited. Uh, let's n not go straight. Turn slightly in some direction. 
So Graves has still kind of got that like, well, how do we deal with this? The minutes, the minutes pass, um, and uh, it's how do we deal with this? Um, turn a little bit. We're at warp, sir. Turn, <laughs> you know, turn slightly. Um, like, like the immediate moment after sending the message to command is. Um, actually a little bit tense like moon is looking around like he doesn't quite like at this moment and um it is five minutes and 47 seconds later that um that um that larissa says captain i message coming from command uh captain's eyes only you want me to send my ready room sends it to your ready room and um the rest of you have a few minutes to um uh, to um chat um while um while graves go to his ready room we're going to do some chat on the bridge first while um the captain the bridge and um when uh, all i will say captain is when um the 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 same the same images that i shared you before um as well as um you know um commander shoko Fudagami. um what she vaguely i'm Um, hoping you're like nope i'm drawing a blank (laughs) no i am drawing a blank here she was one of the uh she was one of the contacts um let me see if i can find um Shoko. well let's put it this way if she, original foundry contact i probably know the asset right um let's see here she is uh, found it yeah i found it oh yeah exactly what i thought yep commander earth space doc um yep got it that's that's the person in charge of Epsilon. also on um uh, also on um with uh the uh the four characters that are um or with the three characters that i have uh that i have listed right there um and the audience let's describe them as a tellerite played by john cleese Cleese, a a tellerite played by john cleese uh a human (laughs) that looks uh and and has like the physical stance, etc., of uh, of an older Rick Moranis, um, and a human woman with a somewhat serious expression, uh, red hair played by Melinda Clark. Um, and for I, I I can't find a good picture of uh, Shoko Udagami. I, I already um, found one. Great. <laughs> Great, yeah, so I have go. one then. Um, so there are uh, there are four people on scene with you, and Commander Fudigami says, um, "Captains." And then we cut to the bridge where um, the captain just left, and his uh, ready room door slides shut. Did he say anything? Kara's gotten herself a soda, and she's just drinking it. Screw this. But then I think Kara's general response to most things is, "Screw this." <laughs> Uh, Rick's, um, Rick's not saying anything. He's just uh, like keeping an eye out. You can tell he's sort of ready to react. Um, he's to, sort to of whatever happens. Yeah. Okay. So there, there are long, silent moments on the as in the ready Rudigami says, "Captains, I've received word back from your not to like it. The Klingon fleet that is uh, that is on route 
to what was the name of the world again, Duncan Lapont? Lapatus. Uh, Lep- uh, Lapatus. The Klingon fleet that is on the way to Lapatus is an occupation for us to respond. Have we have got to control the system, or at least have a fighting, fighting wrestle for control of the system and know what is on on the planet. The second exploration has been instructed rendezvous outside the Lapata system and go in to break the Orion and get a better survey team on the planet, including anthropological and you know, anthropological officers. And she sits back waiting for the four of you to respond. That's not good. Um, you yeah. know what you know also... what the other you know that um captain graves the one played by rick moranis he he is uh he is the captain of a door science uh rich vessel um the uh the tellerite um he he is the he is the captain of a of a, a multi-mission profile ship much like um much like the reliant the reliant is in profile ship his is just bigger and um uh, this is a bigger uh, multi-mission profile ship and also um, more dedicated towards scientific um, exploration uh, and not nearly as modular as Reliant. The, uh, the only ship that counts as really a warship is a, a Reliant could be outfitted like one, but it's not currently. Uh, and there's a galaxy class out there. It's Captain Casey is the name. Um, and just so you know, I went, um, I, I, I went so far as to go look up the meanings of Irish names and Captain Casey, her, her name means that she is vigilant during wartime and a watch, a watcher. So, um, uh, just a little trivia. Um, so that is the people on screen with you and Commander Fudagami. Um, do you have anything to say, Marcus, before uh, you with the others have to say? What good would an anthropological team do if we don't secure the system and don't have any guarantees that we will secure the system? Because if it comes to if it comes to it, we are ordered to figure out how to how to fight the Klingon system by best... She chokes on the words it. By best manipulus. As in getting them to do something they don't want to do. Isn't we know, we know very... We, he, she says, we know very little of their traditions, and that is why we leave that anthropological off. Uh, and, and someone with an anthropological background may come in handy on the planet's surface. I um, there's the, uh, another. Go ahead. Grave says there's an underlying question here that is pretty significant. One where we're pushing the Klingons out because of our interest, and doing so with the local population is going to get a lot of people, a lot of damage to that planet, especially if we're not on scene and have overwhelming fire control over that situation. So my question to command is simply this: Are we doing this for us, or are we do for them? Brown team. Is it for- she says, I understand. That you have questions, Captain. Um, the 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 um, the human science officer actually wears um, he wears a, a captain a captain's bars on on his um, 
on his neck, but the um, the area of his uniform that would normally be red for being a command officer keeps it blue, um, uh, but a darker blue, not like uh, it's like a, a a very like a darker science. And he says, not the least to mention that my ship, at the very least, is not equipped for combat. We we have nothing but the most basic weapon and defensive. Reliant also Tell- isn't. Yeah, and, and, and you say the Reliant also isn't. The Tellerite says, well, then I guess it's a good thing that the Toledo is fully armed and ready to go. Against three carriers. They armed and ready to loan. And the um, Captain Casey says, gentlemen, that gets us nowhere. We need to figure out how to surprise them. We have our order. And uh. she, uh, she says, we have our orders and... um." Uh, only, only those who make like a really like, you have to get three successes on a perception, um, kind of, kind of success, right? I mean, you guys might as well roll it. You can go ahead and roll it yeah. if you want to. Um, but, um, she, she basically says we have our order. And if anybody rolls three successes on their, um, on their two ah. dice. Wait, hold on, hold on. So for Graves. Inside command? Uh, I need... Well, uh, hold on. I'm checking his. I'm checking his stats and making sure I'm using my abilities. So information gathering is a focus. Um, it's not information gathering. It's just catching something uh, that offhand. Uh, what about constantly watching, or if I attempt to task to detect danger hidden enemies deep by one? Uh, she's not a hidden enemy. She, I'm detecting danger. Uh, she's not dangerous either. Uh, is the information? Nope. As in, okay. Nope. Um, you guys, this is after, uh, obviously after, um, after Furigami, um, as in the order. Um, all right. Uh, so it's insight command. Yep. May make the roll insight command. Yep. Um, you don't catch it, but just, you know, for the audience, um, she's like, we have our orders. <laughs> um, I didn't catch and, that. Uh, saints preserve us. Um, she, she like mutters under, um, we need to figure out a way to, at the very least, prize from what we're seeing on your sensor logs, Graves. They have overwhelming fighter priority. All right. So, might be Fudagami that... says, uh, rendezvous as quick as possible. I'm trying to get you help as So, is there going to be an, a moment where Fudagami's off the comm, but the other captains are still? Yes. Yes. Okay. She she says rendezvous as quickly as possible, Captain. I don't like you more than you, but Starfleet command system to be of tactical value going. <laughs> and her uh, okay. uh, her her screen, you know, boom. She's no longer on the on the call. And um, the, the Captain Gate Captain Gates, you know, played by Rick Moranis, he looks nervous. Um, he's um. Uh, let, let me think. What you know of him, um, in the most basic sense, what you know of the captain of the Athens, the Nebula-class starship in your fleet, um, you know of him is that he is uh, nervous around command, but a brilliant scientist. Um, <laughs> been doing it for a very long, been doing it for a very long time as like a wonderful thoughts about science and um what you know about um captain koruth uh was that the name i have to go look it up again where, where did i put it where did i put it man captain kofok 
uh, the Tellerite, what you know about him, that he is, um, he's essentially a, a cross to science and engineer who is known for being inventive and having solutions on board his, uh, on board the Toledo that, uh, that aren't regulation and by the book. Um, basically he's Q without like, you know, uh, yeah. Without a um, without anything to train him except for his own officers. Um, what you know about Captain Casey is that she is by the book, except when the book. Her- that's the that's like the one or a couple of you know about the other three captains here now. On. Um, she so- sits back. Um, uh, she sits back. Bates looks nervous and. Tellerite looks um, pompous, but can tell he's he's covered. Not any more happy about this than the the, the other. Oh, I was just typing something because whatever you're doing, we get actually a little bit. <laughs> so anyway, so Graves is in this situation where he's just a lieutenant, just kind of sitting there, but he's also kind of got that little bit of a rebellious um, streak in him, a little bit of that streak kid. So he. Kind of has this sort of like, I'll raise my hand. And he asks Gates, with that nebula class, how much of a gra- like, can you generate gravitons with its main, with your main deflector? Barely. Can you create a small singularity? A little bit more difficult to do it. Um, let's see. This, if we're overwhelmed by fighter support, fighters are really not going to have carriers it's probably not going to have that much of an effect on but we can certainly try to come to it but if we're surrounded by fighters a, a small quant or small singularity would draw them together potentially damage them but at the very least make torpedo the entire lot pretty darn easy we can hope i'll 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 get my people on that right away i was also thinking if if we can get all of our vessels together that's four that's four transport drives for to play with that's um Four transwarp tunnels for, uh, and the Tellerite goes for transwarp tunnels for us. Damn, we could pop out right in the middle of them. Yeah, so the carriers themselves are probably still going to have a lot of firepower just because that's how the Orions work. Um, but the fighters are going to be what they're assuming is going to basically wear us down. So if we can use a singularity to take out the fighters, that leaves them with fewer tactical options. Um... But I'm still hopeful that we might be able to do something that avoids an all-out battle. Because, yeah, the population didn't ask for this. And Star, uh, Starfleet's looking for a tactical advantage. When last I was interacting, there's definitely a better way of interacting with the Klingons. There, uh, hey, uh, Captain, um, Captain sits forward and says, I'm, I'm one to follow order. Is that when those order people who ask for it? If we can keep this in the air, let's keep this let's keep this off the planet. But there keep is the planet. there is a Klingon fleet coming in, and we're gonna have what? And, and what are the angles here? Of she says, and they are not care about whether the people on true. But let's think about this from the Klingon point of view. They're sending a fleet out here, all the way in uncharted space, previous uncharted space. When that fleet could have been put to the war effort. The war so effort. what are the 
she says oh, she, wow, she, she 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 kind of looks like she's looking at the 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 four quad like the the quadrant like so she's looking at the three of you on her says this this is the war effort this system she says if i had to and i don't have to guess we can probably find out if we want to this system probably close to um and possibly used as a staging ground for either the federation or the klingon empire to push raids into the other's territory. We're very, very close. Yeah, but at the same time, you can do that from any point along the neutral zone as well. I mean, going out into basically left field, there's a little bit of, there's some resources here, but that matters more to the Orions than the Klingons. The Orions, I mean, they're doing that legwork, but at the same time, why are they going they so far? The 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 Tellerite says they probably expect to send an exploration out here, which means they didn't expect Starfleet to even think about this planet. How easy is it for an invasion force to take a planet that is by no means technological, but they provide? Klingons would roll over this place. They would, but at the same time, they would also be thinking if it's so strategically obvious to them, they should be. They should have expected us to take a look as well. But that wasn't the context it originally met with. So, did the situation here change? Well, originally, originally, according to reports, looks like you uh, you met up Orion and Gorn scouts that were that were looking into classified in this planet. Where did the Gorn go? It's kind of like more when, of a question and, for Graves and, is asking you say, himself. You say, where did the Gorn go? And I, um, somehow in my mind, I can imagine John Cleese's accent saying it was like a shrug going, do Gorn stuff <laughs> as a Tellerite. Where did the Gorn go? To so, do Gorn stuff. Graves is pretty suspicious based on what he was, what he, he found in Karn. And just the, just the entire situation from the Klingon side kind of stinks to him. Between what are the like because all their because the Gorn have basically ceded whatever they are hoping to gain from here. Orions have stepped up and are basically handing the Klingons a planet for a pat on the back when they could have used this point too to launch pirate raids and then have kept it after the war, especially if no one found out since it's so far off the radar. I'm going to remind two uh, two players in that they have uh, for when the captain walks out of the ready room. Both Kendra and Waitley realize that, um, that um, Dara, let me double check their names, that um, at Dara, probably most reasonable and likely to talk. Um, uh, that whatever the th sisters are doing on the doing on the planet, whatever they are hoping to gain this whole deal, it's already going. It was probably going on before you even um, arrived to start observing. Um, yeah, that, that there there is there is motivation to get down there and figure out what the Orions are to get because you're. Uh, so, so I'm just reminding Waitley and Kendra both have that information. And um, Casey, Casey leans forward, and and, and uh, her her hands meet uh, just below like her face level, and she looks and says, uh, "We're already on route to the to the rendezvous to give you gentlemen time with our transwarp core and see uh, and do. We got a little bit of time." Um, but we need to go in there like a feet, and I like the surprising, and we need to decide what we are going to launch, probably. Uh, I 
vote for lots of torpedoes. Like, either... <laughs> like that, too. Um, here's a thought. For firing torpedoes, that gives us... I mean, we have a reload time associated with that. Could we set up a bunch of uh, torpedoes moving along with us? That then... She's, his... She says, Captain, she... And, and it's one of those moments where you're like, right, she's on the flagship. And she says, Captain, I enthusiasm. Set course. We'll, we'll see each other in 10 minutes. I am And um, and her screen goes blank. Moranis' um, screen is like, see you there, gentlemen. <laughs> goes blank. And the Tellerite, John, you know, John Cleese playing the Tellerite, looks over at you and says, I'll go. <laughs> and the screen goes blank. And uh, that's the end of your call. So Graves will, just before we move back to the bridge, Graves that has one 15, reaction. That's about a 15-minute call, which is awesome. Now, on the bridge, did you guys want to do anything for 15 minutes while Marcus had that call? Uh, I do have a quick uh, system rules comment. Uh, torpedoes don't actually need special calibration. Some do, but for photon torpedoes loaded and shot out about the same rate as you'd be able to shoot. One. So, yes. Nice. Yeah, so Graves' idea was basically just have a lot of torpedoes, just beam them off the ship, like have them sort of in our warp bubble. So when we come out of warp, they're still traveling at some velocity, and it's just a massive, like, wall of basically mine. The difficulty there is if you miss, what if they're between... What if the planet is behind them and you miss? You're bombing the planet. The problem generally in a lot uh, of not space... If we put them on a, the not problem... if we put them on a time detonator. If we put them on a time back. detonator, I don't want to travel them. <laughs> well... Okay, anyway, you guys can do your scene, because you need to go do your roleplay. Aki-taki. Waitley's just sitting there quietly reading from his uh, little console station at the bridge, occasionally snarking a little bit in the direction of the ready room, but mostly just staying quiet. Car at this point, noting the length of the meeting, is just slowly starting to sing, get ready to die. There, there must be something we can do to prepare. I'm open to ideas. Um, uh, Waitley. Yes. Insight is 11. And uh, command is four. Your target number is 15. And you have a focus that applies crit on four or less. You get two dice each time. Um, you have three, four opportunity to care about finding out about the commander of Epsom 10. Um, in which case, she goes. So start, uh, Waitley, since you, uh, it, it, I'm just going to let Waitley make, uh, four rolls real quick. And then, um, I will type him the information, a private message. Well, Car is going to go ahead and spend the time reviewing the attack patterns, or in this case, mostly the defense patterns, things like attack pattern Delta. Mm. She's not looking to win this fight. She's looking to live through. And you said four attempts, right? Yes, because there are four people you could possibly read in the time that they are on. Um, and this is something you've never done before, um, by the way. Um, this uh, is... Wait. Yeah, this I is think really no one did that wrong. Yeah, you yeah, got to type 15 after it. Ah, okay. Um, that's Faz, Faz interpreted it. That's successes on Commander Fudigami. Uh, four successes now. Four? Oh my god. And he's got uh, well, no, well, another success on the second attempt. I think they're different people. Yeah. That there we go. Momentum. We got two points of momentum from that, I believe. I'll I'll pop down there in a second, but go ahead and start role playing as I start sending Nord some information, and he'll he'll explain whether you got momentum or not after he uh, gets this information. Kara again is just busy checking all the attack patterns. She only has secondary access to fire control, so she's not worried about that. Just um, uh, add a character. Do we have um 
any like do we have Klingons on long range sensors at all? Like do we have not their yet. warp trails? Not yet. You do not have Klingons or so what was it? It was three on the first one, uh, what, four on the second one? Uh, one on the second one, one on the third, three on the fourth. Okay. Um, that works for me. Do we have any ideas what they're planning on? Do we can somehow interfere with that? Best guess, they're going to beam down a bunch of angry Klingons with guns, tell the Navy to surrender or die, and start building supply caches and star bases so that they can raid the Federation. Yes, but why, <laughs> why are the Orions here now? I don't know. The, the, the Klingons don't need the Orions here if they're just going to invade. There's something else. The Klingons and the Orions may not have the same goal. Maybe that's why the Orions are here for it. Maybe there's something else they want. I'm going to, uh, I mean, he's going to try, but I'm going to assume he fails. He doesn't have a great insight. and It's going to be really difficult anyway to try and get any sense of what the the Orions are doing. Um, beyond, so Rick, Rick just sort of, Picks up a tab and, and he uh, picks up a pad and just sort of tries to go through some various possibilities of what's going on. Um, I think he's trying to do like a tactical analysis, you know, like what, I mean, that, that even, yeah, tactical analysis situation. And the answer to that is, uh, we're screwed. <laughs> Anyone else? I'm almost. I, I I'm literally almost done with what I'm sending to Nord, and then he'll have something if if nobody else has something. All right, Nord, it's it's all coming your way. We can edit this out. Yes, we can. I mean, I'm. I was really hoping you guys would have things to say, knowing that you're about I, to go into like a deadly fight. I mean, but yeah, you no, know, hey, we've got. <laughs> what's science doing? What's medical doing? I mean, I, what exactly are you looking for? Are you looking for a confession of love? I've looked over my attack patterns. I got nothing else. <laughs> well, in fact, then, looking over your attack patterns, find a combination of, um, of what is it, uh, stat and skill that, that may, um, that, that might help looking over attack patterns might give you, like, a, a free success later on or something if you roll really. And because you have piloting as a specialization, crit on a higher number than if you didn't have piloting especially. Um, How about so that's control security? Control security, totally. Boom, three successes. Um, I will give you um, one momentum for that. Um, I'm going to let you guys also carry over. I, I kept it from a month ago. Um, it's it's sitting in its place of honor. You had two momentum banked at the end of last game. I'm letting you keep them. So your group now has three momentum with the one that you just earned. And you get one free success later uh, with one battle um, battle um, when you need to make such a roll. You'll have one free success because you're spending time going over that now. I'm okay with that. That seems like a, a reasonable um, benefit. Um, and, and here it comes, Nord. Um, uh, Ooh, awesome! I'm gonna go uh, turbo shots. All right, Nord, you have now received information on all uh, four of the red. It is something that you had never done before, and you did it almost unconscious. You're so used to knowing um, uh, the waves of your crew's mind um, that um, Captain Graves, you, you kind of pick up on his, like, you know, emotional state and whatnot while he's in there. And if you wanted to, you could probe. But the uh, the people on the other end, they are light your way. 
um you just you gained a familiarity with them from um your inability to turn off your connection universe when graves met them on on that call so the information i sent you does the group get any um uh any momentum from that if not um is it good that i mean i gave you good info there i think i hope yeah well i mean there were there were uh two roles that had three successes i believe that's two um no what i did you notice um those i i I gave you the bonus i made one of those commander fudagami you learned one two three things about commander fudagami the two that you learned one thing about, you had one success. And then um, Casey, you learned three things. Um, and that will uh, that will help inform, you know, roleplay with all of them going anyway. Um, so, yeah, the group gets no momentum from that, but you guys are sitting at. And Captain, um, your call ends and you are uh, you are able to. Um, you are able to leave your ready room and um everybody on the bridge um moon sits up for like the first time in 15 minutes he relaxed back in his seat and didn't want to admit that 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 this looked like it was going to be a fight and then that captain's call took a longer time than he liked it to take um leans forward and looks over and look, looks over waiting to talk when you walk when you walk out of your so graves walks out of the ready room somewhat pit and he kind of just takes air takes a moment does the card maneuver and says so what have we got coordinates for a rendezvous received from uss galileo sir yep so we got that what else Can we set course that's uh, uh Larissa. Yeah. set a course uh, let's meet with the, uh, we're certainly going to be taking the, uh, flagship's orders on this one, so I want us to have a few options in case we need to think a little bit more with some latitude. Command's pretty, uh, adamant that we need to get some people down on the planet, try to figure out what's going on down there, and, if possible, rally the planet to resist a Klingon invasion! As if that wasn't a violation of the Prime Directive, but we're looked at for the time being, because of course we need to maintain a street position. And he just kind of goes on that ramble, just like, I'm going to let just the dirty laundry air a little bit because I kind of want to get my crew in headspace. So he says, one of the things we've got is that we've got Waitley and pretty amazing things, but we're having to work within pretty narrow confines here. So I need everyone to think of something, something that we can do, something that we can do to turn the tables, either on the ground or away mission, which I'm hoping that we get a chance for, or... Uh, something that we can do to neutralize three Orion battlecruisers or slow a Klingon invasion fleet down or get to the bottom of why the hell the Orions are helping Klingons in this situation. More specifically, to add, why the sending? Yeah, because they could... This is a valuable tactical location. They can make use of it just as well as the Klingons. The Klingons are coming in, and I think probably a smiles and handshake everyone's friendly everyone's on the same side the orions weren't trying to get a leg up on the klingons and the klingons are doing their dutiful part as the empire in fighting for the greater good of their alliance <sighs> klingons going out here it's tactical adva- tactically advantage location but they are technically stabbing us in the back if they go this route versus direct assault through our new through the neutral zone so are the klingons happy about this i don't know that's why we need to get more out of this, because I think we're just running into a situation where we're going to shooting at each other without thinking that, well... Mm. Uh, Larissa is just now listening and watching the rest of the um, stats that someone rolled for. So Graves just kind of gives an eye towards Kara, because of course she's got a comment here. I don't know. 
warp in with three, four ships against an armada? She slaps the console. I love this plan. I'm excited to be part of it. Let's do it. Yeah, nice try there. Hey, hey I'm trying to watch out for morale, sir. Hey, Baz. Okay. Um, yep. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask Baz to make a roll here. I roll in insight engineering. Um, seven and five. Um, which brings you twelve. But you have not. But you have a focus in transporters. Twelve and five or less crits. Um, as uh, as something I I I've, I've been going over people's characters to see what, what they might be able to look in. Um, I hope Quentin uh paid attention to the fact that the uh that the the commander at the starbase was like command wants ecological office, um, and that's like basically we want Quentin on the planet. And Larissa uh Larissa says uh. Once uh, the ship is underway, and you're going to meet up with the other ships in five minutes. Um, you were you were closer than some of the others. Remember, the Galileo and the Athens were watching. Um, so now you're all converging a space outside of what's the name of the planet? I'll get it. Lapadus. 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 Yes. Um, that um, you're converging, and in about five minutes, the Reliant comes out of warp, and there are. I, I'd love to do the funny thing of having you all like hanging at different angles in space and stuff, <laughs> like what would really happen. But no, this is like perfect, like you know, um, Star Trek TV show kind of nonsense. And the uh, the USS Galileo, um, a beautiful, um, majestic-looking, restored galaxy-class starship um, is hanging in space, and the um, the smaller USS Athens, much smaller, really, a nebula-class, so it's even, I believe, a little smaller than the Reliant, um, and then a then the larger Lido, which is an Aventine class. If people want to look up pictures of those and share them with each other in game time chat, I have a few that I can go grab. Um, but yeah, those are the uh, can uh, those Rick are the, use the ships that are warping in at about the same time. Can um, Rick use the momentum? That, make that roll, Rick. Use the momentum. Uh, for got a third three dice. of them. So all right, third dice it is. Yeah. Oof. 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 I'm going to use my determination. Why? I'm going to use my determination to re-roll. Okay. Yes, I love it. What deter which uh, are you using? Um, I just need to load my shit up. I ought to pull it up here. You're determined. What are my values? How value. Your duty to others and yourself. Knowledge and its careful application can solve and you uh, uh, may re-roll. Knowledge 12. and its careful yeah. application. Okay, well, no, well, no. You don't have, uh, you don't have any of, uh, of realizing how, uh, how you might be able to transport people on. Wait, so he got, wait, he re-rolled, re-rolled the 20 and the 19. He got the two. Oh, yes. okay, so you still have, you still have two successes. That's, that's great. Um, you have an inspirational, um, moment. The, the, the issue is that you're, of course, going to have to drop your sh to send people to planet if um if, if there was a way to uh get all of your ships close enough to each other or using the same or, or using the same quarter coordinate to beam in less than um like ba basically rather than beaming in a six person away team from your ship 
beam in two people from your ship, people from your ship, and like two people from the other, and uh, converge as one team on the um, uh, that uh, you believe could be pulled off with the flicker of the shields going. Yes, Reliant does have not not like an arrow shuttle, but Reliant does have how many how many shuttles did we figure out uh, when we looked at the uh yeah uh, so we, so we've got eight out. normal eight normal shuttles plus two uh denu okay that's your complement of small vessel um as uh as you all can receive a signal from the you receive a signal from the galileo which is a mechanical voice um the Behind which you can hear original chirps that made up the sounds, like, like almost like the ghost sound of the original, um, of the original speech of the dolphin that exists behind this, um, very pleasantly. It's just a pleasant, mechanized, uh, male-ish voice, um, that, uh, that is, uh, that is the person who hails your ship from the Galileo and um Rissa says they were were ready to start exchanging ideas, Captain. Um Commodore is what she's calling what she calls herself in um what she calls herself in in the message. Um the command staff is invited uh we're 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 invited to a planning and strategy session with the Galileo more than invited there's a there's a planning and strategy session aboard the Galileo for all command staff um they've got a powerful holodeck that that means the ability to explore ideas more powerful than ours all right so the the meeting itself is that for graves alone or graves plus the Graves plus says that okay. it, our our entire command that means right, so uh, department heads anybody you deem to bring um, as part of the tactical planning this uh, this this message does see tactical planning more than anything. All right, so Graves is going to bring everyone along um, unless anyone wants to stay behind to work on something. But this is where Graves needs those ideas from everyone. So he's going to. It's dumb. Waitley uh, transfers his up. research to a uh, pad and follows suit. He also Graves makes a note too for if we can only bring down three people and we need an anthropological team down there. Graves is going to send uh, Eli, Quentin, and he's thinking Waitley, but he's only sent notifications to Quentin and Eli so far because it's going to be a question of Waitley or Larissa. That's so interesting. That's just an opening there. So the so, um, the quick commercial break ends. Um, with the Reliance command crew beaming aboard. Um, or th- this is that um, cool moment where you just step aboard like the Enterprise. Um, this is a galaxy, a refit galaxy class ship um, that looks, uh, it could be a museum if everything used to make it wasn't so beautifully new and perfect. Um, this, the, the, the hallway that you step out in is beautiful. And there are two ops officers there that say, um, okay, what craft does the Galileo have? That's what you guys are about to talk about. There, there, uh, there's an ops officer waiting for you outside of the transporter room who, uh, who looks at you and says, uh, USS Reliant, uh, please follow me to the holodeck right down this way. And, um, aye, aye. she 
and and she walks uh walks you down the, down a hallway makes a left walks you down another hallway uh and in the middle of that second hallway she walks you down there is a hollow deck arch and uh an opening with another hallway that leads down to like a a 10 forward area or something it looks like a uh looks like a recreational deck for the most part um, and the holodeck doors open and the, uh, there are a couple of, uh, yeah, a couple of dozen officers there as the, uh, as relevant command staff of, and, and we'll be creating these folks together, um, as the game goes on and you decide who to talk, um, because some of them are, cre- uh, as first, you will notice that the room has a holographic projection of a dolphin that is swimming throughout the room holographically and talking to people with that same voice that you heard Larissa listen. You could hear it, but you weren't, you know, she basically didn't play it like super loud for the whole bridge. Um, uh, that's obviously first dolphin, um, command level, um, or, or rather command staff. Uh, that is commander, uh, what was his name again, Jarlin? Lewis. Commander Lewis. Uh, and Commander Lewis is a dolphin who lives in the, uh, lives in Cetacean Ops and, uh, serves his duty holographically at other, uh, places throughout the show. Um, so one... One thing I want to throw in there is that mm-hmm. Grave sees the dolphin and just has sort of an instinctual reaction of, oh, that is so freaking neat. Of just right? like, that is that is his that is his mental reaction. It's just sort of this weird, like he's actually exhibiting a emotional response to that, just of like, oh, cool. And then he's just like he just sort of like keeps it down of like less excited, less kind of buoyant. You've all seen the pit yet. Dolphin sounds so like that's what you hear behind the voice that his, uh, that his translator makes. Um, and the, um, uh, the, uh, the other captains are who you've seen and Waitley. Oh, I got a private message from Waitley. Um, Ooh, nice. That's, uh, that's a cool thing to, to research and we can make a role for that. Uh, Nord. Um, uh, the room has a couple of dozen people in there because the command staff of, uh, of the Galileo is, and the command staff of Athens or Athens or Athens is in there. Um, the Tellerites people haven't arrived yet. They're right behind. Um, they're, they're basically beaming aboard like moments after you, they're, they were, they were arriving moments after you and therefore coming aboard moments after you. And so you have this room that is expansive and the, uh, the, the two science officers and Captain Gates, you can see Captain Gates wears, uh, wears Captain's, uh, like captain's regulars and like definitely captain's you know um pips on his uniform but uh but as i said earlier it's the blue looks like rick moranis as rick moranis um and uh the 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 image of melinda clark that i put up earlier is just a it looks like she's a serious career professional and the way that she's got her hands held together makes uh waitley without even reading the room in any special way you can tell that um she is worried about uh what's about to um 
She's she, and and she's not only worried about what's about to go down. She's worried, and worry is something she doesn't feel on. And you have a couple of dozen people in there, in various departments, in different uh, on different ships. Um, Quentin, you see, as I said, when you walk in, you can see uh, the the Nebula Captain um, along with. Um, Along with uh, a sci- along with another science officer and another science officer um, that we will make up on the spot if you want to go talk to them. You have no idea exactly what they're talking about just yet. It's up to you guys who you want to share your time with while you are here. Um, what you think would be most important going into this. Um, I-, I will say that Captain... Um, Captain, or excuse me, Commodore Casey comes walking over and she extends, uh, she extends her hand uh, directly toward you, Marcus, and she says, uh, uh, she says, Captain Graves, uh, Reliant, welcome aboard. I, right, I wish that she, she says, I wish we're better. The holodeck can make us anything. We need to test ideas and run, uh, run scenario before we pop in there. Uh, right uh, now, I right right now right now Gates is working on an idea as as he and as he and our esteemed colleague mentioned earlier. Uh, wrap our transwarp tunnels together with something to navigate. How many pumps will? All right. Um, as a quick note, I've been asking my officers to come up with some ideas. My science officer would like to speak with any science and flight deck officers that we have on hand. I think he's got an idea. Uh, our chief engineer is also working up something to allow us to beam down a team to the planet. I've already got some people in mind for the, who I'd like to send down to fulfill the anthropological. That sounds really that that sounds really good. And and she says that sounds really good. Really prepared. I don't have an actual anthropologist on board except Ensign Young, fresh out of the. If you've got uh, if your officer, she looks over at where Quentin and gives you a nod. Quentin, she says, if your officers are more skilled in um in, in anthropology than you know than my ends and please um let me send a security officer or two along um you know at least hi one of my officers can make people pee on command but we'll see if we need that and he gives the officer a wink just to sort of bring up the sort of the the, the sort of the, the morale <laughs> of the situation so with that i waitley can probably pick up that graves toying with the idea of sending him down but he does want to check with me first about where he's either in battle in the ships or on the surface so kind of like waitley might pick up that graves okay Kara, meanwhile, is headed directly for wherever the engineers are gathering because she has some important... And Rick is, is going to be following soon after. Okay, and just for hippies uh, note, uh, Quint doesn't look like he can hop on mic right now, but he is typing ideas I, out. I'm looking. Chat. I'm, seeing, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to keep up with him. Um, you need science and flight deck officer. As you start talking to me, um, you, you start... Uh, as as Kara walks over toward the engineers, um, Quentin, you start talking to uh, you you start talking to the con officer and the the flight of the, of the of the Galileo, the Galaxy class, and the uh, the Galileo can drop one squadron of one of assistant they they can drop fighters suggest it they can drop shuttles again not again the 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 flight commander let's make this flight commander up right now everybody together is it a male or a female flight coin let's go with female female Female. it is a flight 
fight flight commander from the, uh, the Gala Galileo Galilee. Um, is uh, is uh, she human? Doris Meeg desires haggis. Oh, come on now. <laughs> hey, don't come to me for serious ideas. Come to me when you outrun everything else. <laughs> I skin the um, world for a cation. Uh, I love it. A Um, <laughs> nope, I gotcha. I just heard you. Cation female flight. Um, uh, so there's a flight commander. Uh, is she an engineering specialist or is she, uh, uh, or is she a tactical specialist? I'm, I'm going to make her one of the, one or the other. On anyway. an exploration crew, I would say engineering. Engineering. There we go. That is our completed flight deck specialist that you get to talk to, um, Quentin. And she says, I basically wouldn't suggest shuttles or fighters if we can help it. They'll just get overwhelmed at what I was, what I was, any, we drop, um, hull repair drones, shield repair, hang tight around all of our ships. And also the bays to drop pedos. Uh, apparently, uh, your captain had an idea that my captain liked. Is there any way that we could position the ships to kind of shield population centers on the planet? Only one who's big enough to do that. That's Galileo and the the Tellarite, which I have this because John Cleese is a pretty tall fellow, and imagined him in like this big padded out Tellarite, seemed like you know the size of one of these Tellarites just comes like walking into the room with like the ops office just like is bringing, him. and he's got like three or four other officers that are with him. All I know is that one of them is uh, also a Tellarite, and instead of having a beard. Um, has this gigantic mustache, whereas the John Cleese Tellarite has kind of like mutton. Uh, they 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 come they they come walking in. Uh, members of your staff, and he goes, "The only ship that'd be big enough to block uh block population centers from fallout up above that'd be Galileo. It's also and um the the Commodore said." also the only ship with enough weapon to give my officers free fire it's true but yes we could we certainly could can we go in and that's like rick moranis's character um yells from uh the science station that um only that and we go in with our shields down and rick realize that you could your idea that you had earlier if you go in with your shields down you could also go in active in the trans each ship as you the transwarp to appear together um transport people to the planet and then activate your shields and hopefully you could do that in basically a split second before the orions would have time to react yeah, he um, says, can we, you know, he's like, can we go in with our shields down? Um, because we're going to have to, <laughs> um, essentially. And when he says that, Quentin, it actually he wants to um, grab like warp tunnels and warp tunnels and like wrap them together so that all four of your ships can be like sucked along through a transwarp tunnel. It lands you in the same place right in the middle of all of the Orion ships or right close to all of the Orion ships so that you can launch and just drop your people onto the planet and go. Um, uh, there we go. I hear you. Okay. If we're only dropping a yes. maximum. 
um, two or three, uh, three people is a maximum any one ship could drop. Uh, and with Rick thinking the shields down for the minimum yeah, amount of nebula, time that he can. Nebula or an Aventine. We don't need all the ship. That ship well, we do extend shield uh, uh, ship if necessary. Not all the team put put a team together on one. He says, "I like that. I like the way your officers think." He looks at you, Graves. The outer ship, the ships. The electronic countermeasures may also help us deploy that gravity weapon um, to clean up the fighter squadrons. They won't know what they're running into if they can't detect the surge in our deflector array. They're possibly on top of the. AC nods. Um, this is security uh, officer Drell, and there is an alien um, standing um, standing next to her now. Uh, Graves. Uh, he is about. Four foot eleven. He comes in at like five. He's like that size of humanoid um, and uh, muscular, thick of appearance. Although his um, muscles and skin don't look—they uh, look almost plastic or waxy. Um, he's an alien of a type we have not seen before. Um, uh, he's got kind of that those solid colored eyes that almost mirror. Uh, uh, like a silver that are like a silver ring back out. Um, and uh, he's wearing a standard Starfleet uniform, standard Starfleet. Um, she says, This is security officer Drell and security officer, someone name another one and make up another security officer that she is offering for the uh, for the Rintaka. Rintaka. I love it. Is Rintaka ninja? I don't know. I don't know what uh, location. Uh... Uh, do we need to already do it? Yeah, it was uh, the commander. Not, yeah, so Rintaka, let's go Rigelian. Okay, <laughs> I saw that before Quentin posted. Nice, I love it. That's awesome. Um, so uh, she says these are a couple of my best officers, and um, and she says these are a couple of my best officers. And Rintaka has his hands together. Almost, he looks a little bit meditative. He has. Uh, uh, a very basic um, setup on uh, he's got one of those belts that uh, cover go, go completely around the back but like stops short of buckling in the front and is more like a harness and it's got his it's got a very basic phaser and photon uh, grenade setup um, he doesn't look like he's anything necessarily special but he uh, uh he has kind of this focus about him, and he says, I will keep... All right. On that point, let's go ahead and introduce said people. So I definitely know two people that I'm going to be sending down there, uh, Dr. Eli O'Connor and uh, Lieutenant uh, Quentin Reynolds. So he kind of gestures over to the two officers. Okay, Eli, as he gestures over to you, um, before you forget your idea, um, shoot it at us right now. He's like, Dr. Eli O'Connor and Quentin Reynolds. And the focus shifts from what Quentin is talking about with how you can get everybody down off of one ship um, without, and it's a good plan. Um, the, uh, uh, what is Eli doing? I might forget my idea. My mic working now? There it is. Yep, there and you go. There we go. Eli raises his hands like, we might need not go to fighting just yet. Sun Tzu said the supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. Now, I have, a, I have an idea. It might be a very dumb idea, but hear me out. There's, they're a carrier. We're us. 
there's not a lot of us, but we can make it seem like there are more of us. We can reconfigure some probes to give off IFF beacons, or I, to display IFF beacons, uh, something like that. Maybe have them come in from a different direction nearing a starbase to throw them off. Well, the panic of that's going on, they might not know what's hitting them. They don't know what's real, what's fake. I am bad at explaining this. I am not a tactical officer, but... I have ideas. So we could do that as a diversion. Although we do want to concentrate their fighters, but it could help to send in uh, probes with IFF beats. It's a pretty simple trick, but at the same time, it might catch them off guard. We send that in at a conventional angle, and then we do our transwarp trick and just be somewhere completely different. Hippie, if you're talking, you muted. Waiting to see if Eli's done. Yeah, that's that's what I'm waiting. Well, if we <laughs> if we get these probes in a warp bubble coming from a direction where a starbase is, they all drop out of warp at the same time. That's going to shoot off major panic alarms. We might route at least a couple. Hopefully, and um, the the Tellerite says hopefully that would get the Syndic twitchy enough to hope hopefully get them twitchy enough to send at least a good portion of their fighter squadron out there, making our drop-in all that much. Our drop-in, too, could also prevent them from detecting that it is a uh, at least for a little longer. So they might start, they might, who knows, surrender at that point, but we'll see. I mean, once they discover it, they'll probably rescind that. But at the very least, it gives it, both of these work in tandem uh, to get like that. Uh, jamming their sensors and just doing as much as we can on the scientific front to leverage what we have in the fleet. Like, we don't have conventional firepower, but we can do a lot with the equipment that we have to interfere with their systems. Uh, maybe even download some viruses onto their hardware and see if we can basically return the favor. I'll have to see if we can uh, do that, that on the fly. Earlier. But this, uh, uh, Casey, we'll have to see if we do that on the fly. This is the syndicate. There's no way we're gonna, there's no way we're gonna get in unless we're talking about sending another team ships. Same time we send a uh. team down. Sending a team on their ships is going to be a little risky, simply because we're going to have the least ability to pull them back. Although, um, there's one person who might be able to do she it. She says, "She says this is this is my, this is my way of writing in Antarctic." Um, because she says, "Rumor has it that you have a friend that would not have a problem getting people out of there when the time, no matter where." True, but I lent him. I lent him to the Klingons. But if you think he can pull him here, he would definitely be someone that I definitely want to have in this situation. He and he kind of has that realization, like, "Why didn't I call for Tardy to begin with?" Like, kind of like an only crap i'm kind of an idiot for this so he's like nodding yeah if we can get him here let's definitely get him here so he could definitely pull off some clutch moves up until including drop a grenade in their antimatter supplies if we really want to if, go that if, route if again, we but... we have the ability to send a team aboard whichever one of their ships question um, is do we hmm. want to do that and you call your friend and have him here in an instant to get our people off of ships uh, let's see. He, their shields what, aren't up. Yeah. They're probably they're probably hanging. We're gonna have the same. We're gonna have the same amount of time to get somebody on board one of their ships. We have to get some. We have to get a team on the planet. Oh, and Lieutenant Tardigrade can pull people off. It's gonna be a little bit more difficult with him trying to coordinate between multiple ships. So maybe we just go for the big one. The engineers are uh, the engineers are looking at uh, this the, uh, are looking at this pilot this pilot in science comes walking over and they're like hey what what kind of I you know what kind of ideas are we looking at um, coming off of the Reliant? Kara drops uh, on three. 
drops all preamble. How big is the shield bubble around these ships? You can make them bigger. No, uh, their they're, ships. But they're, oh, their ships? Don't know. I don't have a good scan on them. I'm assuming probably about this, what we, what we run, a uh, kilometer, between a kilometer and three. All right, that's big enough. I can get inside the bubble. How does that fit you? We can fire phasers or torpedoes at close range if we can stand the blowback. We could even beam people on board if we're risky enough to drop our shields for the moment it would take. We'd be inside their shield, so it would no longer matter. Uh, we're in, we'd be in firing position of three different vessels. No, we wouldn't, because they they'd, might have, not to be, they'd have to fire through their own shields to get to us. We'd be inside their shields. Uh, they could also just drop shields and allow the other two uh, vessels to take us out, being their fighters. Yeah, and then we have three ships that can target the one they've dropped the shields on. A a Graves is not happy about putting the Reliant in what he thinks is an instant kill position. Eight and says, Graves so is. I, I wanted to point out that I am able to make gravimetric anomaly happen one time, uh, but I'm going to. Uh, are any of your ships carrying? Worker bees, exocomps, anything like that. I'm going to need uh, a localized delivery device, and we'll be able to do. Uh, and he he kind of uh, stumbling over his words a little bit. He's like, is the captain of a ship, and he's like, and we'll be able to um twice, maybe twice, um pop a gravimetric anomaly, draw at the very least smaller ships from within, say. Five kilometers around it, wrecked right down. Uh, can we team this with a torpedo? Could, yeah. Yeah, because we're bringing um, them all one small grouping. The detonator, all at the same time, that poses a risk to whatever is at the center of that anomaly. So let's just go ahead and fire into it. Um, and he sort of raises his hand at that point. It's like, yeah, we got a damn good exocomp who could definitely pull that off. Could I, I mean, I, I'm not thinking about like destroying the exocomp or the probe that we sent out. I, I I can certainly rig it to be a device, uh, a fireable, um, a fireable device. You get my point. Yeah. We're going to be in a battle. Yeah, We're gonna I be do. In a battle, they they can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, basically, he wants to equip uh one of your exocomps, um, and, or a probe off of any ship, reliant exocomps, and you have what the three that we know of, um, that, that we've Wait, that we've we got named. Three? I, I think there's one in engineering uh, that there's was... Only one in engineering and one in security. Yep. Okie dokie. I forgot we had the um, other ones. The others, don't, the others don't have names. Okay, so we have the three exocomps. <laughs> the engineering so, one does. Kara wrote Connor on the side. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about writing Connor on the side. My, uh, my sincere apology. <laughs> it's not like anybody cares but Kara, but... <laughs> Um, so, uh, essentially the meeting that you all are having continues to go on, uh, long, long out. And, um, can, can, I, can I quickly yes. interject before we leave? Absolutely. So captain, I know this isn't quite what we're talking about right now, but I'm still quite bent about the population, um, any casualties that might happen to our, and yeah. also any contamination. I have a mm -hmm. thought. What do you got? Is, Captain, I Captain know. Casey says, it, like, he says, what do you got? And she says, what are you thinking? At the same time as he says, what do you got? Because um, you're the XO. <laughs> and the dolphin comes swimming over, too. And the uh, the XO, who we define later, of uh, of one of the other ships. Um, so you have a bunch of, like, com commanders and XOs. Yep. Yeah. I know in past, I know 
in past situations that um, methods have made seeming natural events happen that it cause a certain reaction from I'm thinking create of some natural disaster that population would seek shelter underground in shelters and caves wherever and be le- less likely that would also make less likely to see up or what's happening. True. Uh, it's a question of how to do that. If we say create a seismic anomaly, that's going to create problems with local infrastructure and that may end up causing a lot of damage. So we need something that's simply visual appearance only. We could try something like I'm an asteroid impact. Of- that's what I'm thinking is like some sort of type event, some, some sort of extinction level disaster. And maybe um, I, I know we picked up before on broadcast on the planet and for a very broadcast uh, centered culture. Maybe you can actually create some artificial broadcasts and basically plant them in the airwaves. So people will start hearing broadcasts they think are coming from their planet about the. Good idea. Also, one thing to that might lend a credence because they know about the Orion. And. Let me look at his name again. Kafak. Um, Captain Kafak says, to an extent. They're... He's like, give me for talking this way to a pregnant lady, but your report is pretty pretty damn plain these people know about the orion so uh, what if what if we have the broadcast say the orions to subdue the population for klingon invasion are dropping an asteroid because if they know about the orions and we just say an asteroid coming it's like okay the orions are going to say but if we have a broadcasting that the orions are that might play to our advantage have time if we have time to set it up sure i could uh i could certainly set up a communications relay once we get into system but that that involves pulling uh, that involves pulling one of one of our four ships out of the fight to the edge of could we do it through an automated probe not if not if we want somebody cracking the algorithm unless unless we can make the broadcast happen for one of the one of i'm loving this yeah i'm I'm loving this what about from a shuttle shuttle? hold on well graves has a finger of like hold on we could actually do that broadcast from one of the orion ships because we're going to be inserting lieutenant tardigrade into that situation plus someone with a good deal of experience so tardigrade showing up to pull like to get them out when it's time to get them out yeah so at the same we will have people on board so here's a kind of a question of like okay who do i want on there it's like uh and guys like you're like graves gets a shit graves gets a shit eating grin and waitley from wherever he is starts to feel worried um (laughs) graves you realize that um I mean, it's probably up to Kendra, but, um, Kendra, you know that, um, you could give birth at any moment. Like, you're, you're at that point where your due date has more or less arrived, and, like, you're in that, like, four to five day period, um, where you might not want to lead the away team, um, unless you want to, you know, (laughs) what's the name of the planet again? LaPont or something? Lapata, um, Lapata, Lapata, unless, La- unless you're Lapata. Un- unless you're unless your child is born on Lapata. So, no. um, I do have a tag on to my okay, Commander um, By the way, Casey seems impressed with all of Counselor. Yes, he is sitting right there in the thick of things. He just hasn't. He does do what think... all good counselors how, do how... and listen. <laughs> how many people do you think you projected? A very good question. Endeavored something to that degree, but I'm fairly confident that I could at least affect the. Orion commander. How about Ooh. the population? He blinks and doesn't say anything. <laughs> for 
anything more powerful, just a vague feeling to as many can get it to as possible. He sets down the pad he's been reading from this entire time, and he kind of does the whole, you know, stroking the beard chin thing. I suppose it could be possible what you're saying, though I would want to practice for it. Okay, well, could practice on the ship, I suppose. I would prefer a positive feeling, though. Hmm. I recall reading about an incident. Let me try some. Captain Gates steps forward and goes, I've just, I've got to get all of our transporter rooms operating close to 100%. Um, who's your chief engineer? Um, does he have any real specialization in um, transporter technology? And Captain Gates is uh, Rick Moranis, and he's looking at you. Uh, does your chief engineer have any specialization? I need to get more. Um out of yeah. I, I need to get more out of my it basically uh, graves is just sort of nodding graves is nodding at this point just yeah 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 and he just points to rick tier across the room uh he's definitely got transporter experience just go talk to him he'll get it done okay um baz you see um captain um captain gates walking across the the room notice that i i, I let you guys meet a bunch of the that they they aren't just um um because here we are um as like the last moment of this happening um our uh rick moran is walking over to like the guy who looks captain rick Moranis of starfleet walks over and says my you're the um you're the sorry uh wait no that's that's not right that's not right that's not right you're not sorry for uh your um so you're, uh, you're, you're, you're sore you're sore uh need a doctor i'm sorry i didn't quite and hear you he's he's got this whole like um he's got this like nervous his like hands are like pressed together and he's kind of like got a little bit of a ner- you're bigger than um you're taller and um and and he responds to you saying you're sore by him by saying do you need a doctor uh oh uh uh, no, sir, that is uh, my species name, S-U-R, oh. general language. I, I knew I knew you're the first uh, graduating from the academy this year. Your entire crew, what a, what an amazing, what an amazing, um, I need help. My ship, the, the Athens, I, I can get one of my going at, um, near a hundred, I can probably get one transporter room in, in a safety margin above 98, um, but my, um, uh, but, but, um, <laughs> Kara making me laugh. Um, uh, he, he, uh, a low little cat that, um, he, uh, sorry, my cat. <laughs> um, he says, I, I basically need to, to find someone with enough experience, border technology, with the amount of people that we want to beam down and across to another at once. Um, I'd like to have at least... Two of my two two of my trans well I have two transporter rooms and and one industrial transporter if we did it um do you get my point I yes I understand um just uh give me uh directions and I will see what I can do to work along so uh Rick Tier and um Rick Tier and engineers from the Athens uh you you meet up and are able to use galileo's advanced holodex um i i love that we can just kind of make this up um because we don't ever get really use a holodeck um uh, <laughs> uh the the advanced holodeck facilities here um 
allow you to recreate their engine dynamics like to exacting detail by real-time scans of what's going on on board their ship and you're able to guide their engineer via like uh, them being able like your trans you're, you're able to transfer what you're what you're able to if you're able to make the role um to see how good of an rick is um the the first uh well the 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 role of the game now it's engineering is a five and you're what what is it to like get more out of some like out of this well it, it depends if it's control would be fine tuning details uh uh, that's control it would be control engineering then yeah. so you have a 16 and you crit on a five or less uh, i'm just gonna not roll i'm just gonna straight to oh <laughs> wow four successes oh, wow. two crits okay um yeah so you, get to, you get to work on their ships and you um manage to create a lot of momentum your group as at five momentum at the perfect time which is going into halftime as um the the captains gather up and um captain gates uh thanks he's like captain graves thank you for letting your engineer uh Letting your engineer get the transporter uh, at, at, at least within safety margins for our... Um, we have basics of ideas for uh, we're sending where and um, Captain or Commodore Casey nods and says, I'll have my... I, I have my best people on, on ready status. So um, and we're, when, when you guys are making up your away teams, you're able to grab the best people off of three other starships. So like if your normal team would consist of like the people, you can be like, I want to take the engineer from this other ship and we'll make them up and give them a backstory. And the, the fact is, if they're on the planet, when their ship blows up, they might become part of the Reliance crew. <laughs> you know what I mean? So can we get the dolphin? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't so, think um, that one. Unless he's got like he a yeah. like a mech. He doesn't have a way to live outside of society. every everything he does too. is hollow. Um and um the uh hello. The um the, the Tellerite uh so Gates is um Gates thanks all of you help you're giving Nebula class Athens and essentially the idea as it sounded to me as everyone discussed it basically the the Athens is going to be sitting in the middle with down transporters ready to go as soon as you pop into the system multiple transports will happen at least one team heading to the planet potentially to try to create a, a, a to, to create a natural disaster but this also is sorry I, I skipped this but first, first you're going to um, go at a uh, at a long range comm distance and drop um, drop comm beacons at uh, what what you came up with, Eli. The ability to draw at least a good number of their forces away uh, by having these comm broadcasting Starfleet IFFs. The um, and, and then you pop into the system using the the transwarp tra and um the nebula has uh the athens has its shields down the rest of you have your shields up and you have the athens surrounded as the athens beams people to these locations and the fight beats that's the 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 that's basically what i i heard we come back from break um 
with uh, that um, that that kind of epic like build up. It's not like it's not all set and it's not set off yet, um, kind of thing. And the uh, the the camera comes up on it of Lapatus, and the uh, I, I I love that it's like a blue green planet because that's what I have in mind, um, and I believe that's what we're sure I don't remember perfectly, but um you know what the people down there look like um remember them they are short they have an orange kind of color to their skin and their hair is mostly dark in color um dark uh dark browns to uh black most there is some lighter browns but that's about as lightly colored as the hair becomes down there um there's no noticeable difference in the height between the male and the females on um, uh, Lapadans. Um, they are, oh, that's great. The name even works <laughs> like that. Um, the, uh, there's no real difference in, in terms of height. Uh, they are generally of a short, um, four foot and four, between four and four and a half. Um, they are, they, they tend toward a breed. Um, sort of social alignment, greedy, selfish social alignment, even among the best. Um, and that's what you can remember about the planet. And as your 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 small fleet of ships, the, the Reliant, uh, the Galileo, and Lido surrounding the surra- surrounding the the Athens as uh, reaching the point that was determined this is a good spot where they'll be able to pick up the the signals of the type of which uh type of which Dr. O'Connor had thought to throw out there along with torpedoes and various other explosives that are um sorry um we can still wait <laughs> we can still wait uh, that's totally fine i i was just I'm just antsy because I'm having so much fun. <laughs> oh, hello, kitty. Now my kitty is laying down in front of my keyboard. And Sorry, we didn't, touch it. we didn't get to eat supper because we fell asleep and didn't wake up. We were just oh. very quickly microwaving food. But okay. um, mine's done, but oh, Cass isn't done yet. Okay. I'm sorry. Just night has good. not gone according to plan on our end. All good. It's about to get okay. real, to get real, real exciting. I got a character note from Grant. For, so we're doing that whole prep up, building up to giant men. So presumably he's got like at least five minutes. <laughs> so what he does in that time is write a message to Satsujigoro telling her everything he sends. It doesn't take that long to get down to decade. <laughs> well, meanwhile, Kara makes a similar <laughs> message, but only for Starfleet <laughs> Command. And it simply says, fuck you. Oh, no. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> it'll only be sent if we die. <laughs> in the event of my, in the oh, event of my death, he said, Come oh and all oh, they get is this, a very short clip is... of car just screaming oh. fuck you so um the dolphin cannot lead she record that from her con station dolphin cannot lead in the way sure, why not? however <laughs> the um <laughs> um the tellerite uh he is he is a captain Don Cleese wants to lead an away team to one of the the Orion. He's just like, fuck these guys. Oh, let's like God. go in there. Let's go in there and blow that shit up. I want okay, in. So, uh, okay. It's like I'm an expert so, with explosives. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of do a little bit of hinting at at hippie, but I was talking with Waitley about who to send over to be um, uh, from Rel- Reliant, who to send over. Uh-huh. I kind of wanted to send over Waitley to mess with them a little bit. 
So I'm just wondering, okay. Waitley, Waitley plus John Cleese, Waitley plus John Cleese wanting to blow everything up. That is our away, <laughs> our, our away team. There. <laughs> and then we're gonna send um, down on the planet Larissa, um, Eli. Larissa, Larissa suggests that you um, maybe send Bryce. If you're sending Rudy. Okay. Because yeah, I was thinking about like Larissa or Bryce. So it's gonna be Bryce, uh, Quentin, and Eli. okay. Um, that, that totally works. Um, you, you have, then, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll all cr together create a security officer from one of the other ships. Um, the, the captain, however, of the, uh, the, the captain of the Toledo, his, his executive officer, we don't even know what he or she looks like. The executive officer argues and the captain is like, look, I'm going, we'll, we'll see about maybe getting some of their security to go along with um and larissa looks at you and says maybe reroute bryce and <laughs> reroute says, bryce maybe too. reroute bryce and send Kara. so send Kara or not oh, i wait, don't what? know okay oh what about what about lieutenant tardigrade oakley and waitley and john cleese as a tellerite wanting to blow everything up on one Remember, Tardigrade's only going to show up to, to bring. Um, to bring oh, the team we can't. We can't send Lieutenant Tardigrade because that's the thing is that if he's on the scene, he can pull him off quickly. He'll be able to do it quickly anyway. He'll okay. be able to like step out of like step out of spore space and be like, guys, boom, and then you're all back aboard wherever. Okay, okay. Reliant or whatever. Sounds good there. So uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Uh, Janik is going down. I like it. Bryce is going to be the one going with um, uh, Waitley. Waitley and I like it. There you go. Because um, here's the thing so... too, because Bryce is also an android. He's not going to be affected by the pheromones. And so he's good to put into a situation where the Orions might use chemical warfare. He's very good to put in there. I was wondering if you guys would, would think about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so... Open doors with his bare hands. So that's and, also another good it opens doors with his bare hands. And so the four ships, um, like at, not in not in warp, but uh Rick, your uh the Reliance Warp uh Transwarp engine, uh the the designs are like looking at um theoretical physics about imaginary um, <laughs> he's asking possible um and aim transwarp corridor at their transwarp corridor that opens um kara is going to either have the most fun of her life or the hardest piloting job she's ever had to um these are and, not mutually uh, exclusive <laughs> I like that. And so all of the probes that have been altered to uh, release IFFs and a bunch of those and other explosives are released and um look at the um you look at the scanners and it takes a moment but off of the um off of the two slave masks you see two squadrons one from, uh peel off and start heading in that direction and as they do lose their signal if they and then um and then captain gates on board the uh athens now gentlemen now activate your transport corridors um in some in some or he's like now now captains now activate your transport corridors and like some kind of like 
Rick Moranis realizing, oh, I was supposed to tell everyone it's a half a second to go. And all of the transwarp doors are opened in time. And the crazy thing that he asked you to do, someone make a three dice roll for captains. Um, he has a 16 and crits on a, uh, he crits on a five or less. How good this part of this pulled off. I, I don't care who rolls it. I did already. Uh, it's there. Where did Oh, sorry, my chat wasn't updating. Three successes. He earns the overall team. Uh, uh, you guys We're can choose five. to use, You guys can choose to, if you want to, at some point. You are at your maximum momentum, which is six. Um, you can choose at any point to spend that for your allies as well. Um, and uh, that, that gives two successes, and the plan works as he envisioned it. Um, Kara, you see the transwarp tunnel open in front of you, but it does at um, Rosenberg uh, Bridge, uh, the where, where distance stretches out infinitely and curls around itself sometime. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, um, the, the edges of the warp tunnel seem to stretch in a way that they shouldn't, and or, uh, and you realize it's because you're looking at four warp tunnels or four trans warp tunnels at the same time, and you need to make a piloting check to land um, in position around the Athens. Um, a good piloting check for um, Kara. It's not. It's not a difficult one either. You only need one success. Um, three out successes. Of, uh, three successes. Because oh, I have man, the augmented the control. Two. So two. Um, how do you want to use them? Um, do you want to um, position uh, as you? Do you want to position better for Larissa at the tactical station as you appear? Do you want to position better or? Some other thing the Reliant and the others are about to protecting the the Athens during transport or what have you. She goes for protecting the Athens. She sticks to the plan for now. Right on. So, um, so the uh, here the, the, <laughs> the name of it again the Lapada system with the Lapadan um appear in the Lapadan system uh right in position off of the uh off of the aft protecting uh protecting the, the the back end of the Athens and you're up above that ship a little bit and the larger Toledo and closer planet and turning itself to um to affect some of what um Kendra had talked about by turning its gigantic saucer protect the and moving to position above um above settlement you know exists below on and so, what people support? So, as we discussed, so down on the planet, we're standing Janik, uh, Eli, and Quentin. Ship? Oakley isn't... Uh, okay, so we're sending uh, Bryce and Waitley. Are so, you sending anyone else anywhere else? Uh, let's see. I'm tempted to also send Oakley, but he might be useful to have on the ship, because we've only got the three axes. Oakley. Oakley, Oakley, um, keep boop in chat if you if you hear me um, saying Oakley because Oakley, you have a strange sensation as they're talking about um, whether you should go to the war barge. You have a, a strange sensation. You actually have an opinion about it, <laughs> and you may dis- and you may display that on your facial monitor. Like, hmm, you, I, I'm not. 
saying what the is, only that the strangest sensation befalls you as they're talking about should Oakley be on the ship or send him to the barge or I have an opinion about that. <laughs> <laughs> but but regardless, when, when you figure out what you would like to add onto that, um, yeah, so far Oakley appears to be considering what you guys are saying on the basically like the emoji on the, the electronic display on the front of uh, Oakley seems to be like rubbing its chin um, in, in consideration. Um, so, uh, so from other ships, the uh, the Tellerite uh, with his uh, the Tellerite captain. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh huh. Graves is. I th- I think we're missing something. We sent someone to meet with Dara. Ooh, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> do you do you do you simultaneously beam someone aboard her sister's warboard or barge to sabotage it, and beam aboard her, um, and also beam aboard her slave master battleship? Do you do that? Uh, that's, that's, we that's get her off there, can we? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, no, no. We can't. We probably can't. Like. In that sort of time, locate where she is, get the transporter to beam her off. I'm thinking... Artie? Their shields are going to go up fast. Yeah, so... Artie? Oh, we, we've already shot down the idea of sending Tardy over, because I would have uh, sent Tardy an O2 man away team, but Tardy can't do the mission. He's going to be there for plot device. To yeah, get he, it, it, allow, it allows us to bring back like so, like so a lot of aspects of things that have happened, characters that have appeared in the first season, and it's um, it's it's good to bring Tardy back um, in that way, because but, he can do that. He really can do yeah. what, what, you know, all you have to do is call him, and he'll be like, oh yeah, I could do that, and like Bam, he's there. Bam, your away team is off of the Orion ship. So so here's kind of the thing. So uh, it's a question of who we send over. I would like to have Waitley and Bryce with Dara to have that like that conversation. Those two might be able to reach her. So Tardy, like that's the thing is like, who do we send over to help out John Cleese? Um, perform his mission would be more of an engineering focus. So let's say have Oakley do a John Cleese style buddy adventure. Oh, with, that's great. We'll just um, do a little up. We'll just. Yeah, for what they're oh, doing. Like... Well, Waitley and Bryce are given an orders from Graves find a way to negotiate with her. Find out what you give her something uh, to end, or find out how we can end it without people dying. And that's his orders to the two people. <laughs> Well, one of which he probably shouldn't trust. Uh, two oh, people yeah. he kind of trusts, kind of trusts most, but for Waitley, it's for odd reasons he can't quite explain. Um, so he's giving them that they've got that order. So they've got to go find Dara and try to negotiate. He's feeling like that's the thing that's missing from this because if she's just off and separate and reacting, that's going to be we're losing something there. So you, let's go that way. Oakley and um, o- Oakley and Captain uh, Co- see these names. I'm, they're they're Kofok? new to me. Kofok and Kofok um, uh, will will be the team uh, that go along with um, uh, engineering officer from plus an engineering officer from Gates that that can be sent that has basically that has specialty working. Um, if that becomes very well might. Um, 
and then it's Bryce. Especially with little Oakley there. And that then is fun. it just Bryce? So, so the other captains want to know if you think that um, just Bryce and Waitley can handle themselves, uh, can handle uh, dealing with Dara. Can two of them do it? That a yes? All right. So, your ships, uh, your ships drift out. Uh, not drift, but your ships, um, your, your ships head out. And drop off, adjust it, give off the IFFs of a Starfleet squadron coming to them. And the, it, it takes a minute, your ships hold position for a moment, position, and finally you see a squadron uh, peel away from both Slave Master battleships. They look evenly composed of fighter ships, three from, and at the same time, some sort of. Uh, heavy vessel um looks less armed but more heavily armored uh, that would be your guess looking at it it's um it, it's kind of like a transport vehicle maybe or an adjusted transport vehicle something um something along those lines and as they begin to approach the uh captain gate says captains activate transwarp tunnels now and the tunnels activate and next moment um kara uh, you, you make a uh you, you had already made a very nice piloting check um and gotten your momentum refilled and and you're able to provide better cover for the athens turn as your ships appear in the lambasa the lambasa right Lampada. 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 Um, in the Lampada system, your ships all appear and the transporter beams activate. Um, the, um, the, the first among you are Quentin and Eli, uh, along with, um, uh, along, uh, along Janet. with your, your, yeah, your half Romulan duty office, uh, Janik, you appear on the planet and, uh, the, uh, the transporter officers had noted that a majority of the population at this point had, uh, this is some months late, had moved on to the Northern continent. Um, large scale migration, not, not small scale by any means. Um, you're you're a hundred percent aware that the northern continent, the one that was run by the woman who had an infiltrator, is a terrible, terrible, uh, inhumane uh, dictator. It's, uh, it's like the but most people have moved on to the have moved on to that continent, and so that is where the three of you, as well as uh you have uh anthropology you have science and medical uh security and what would be uh what would be another engineering an engineering Engineering, uh... an engineering officer from the galileo there you go you guys uh we'll we'll make up this extra officer as we go bryson waitley do you remember the uh uh waitley you remember the um mission in game uh in in the agents of yesterday where you get to go aboard the orion ship and do all of the cool like i'm fighting orions on an orion ship nonsense you remember that yes i remember that right on um so what (laughs) what happens you and bryce appear on uh on an orion ship immediately uh, you immediately feel a whole lot of Orion around you and um, are also 100% aware that they know you're 
I detect any Lethians. Detect for any Lethians not aboard this ship. Makes my job slightly. That makes my job slightly then. And um, from uh, you, you appear in like kind of an alcove, and from the hallway outside, a uh, disruptor blast fires down the hallway. Not even not even any sort of attempt just a we know you're in that alcove and this is the only way out and it's a it's a warning to, to and and bryce says that's a warning uh they do they know we're here oh yeah. but that's okay i have an even better one and i am going to whoever's out in the hallway and make them fall asleep roll uh roll a psychic uh roll a psychic easiness uh roll a psychic weightly craziness roll that is a Presence uh, command. Presence command. Ten four. So fourteen. Um and fourteen, and you don't have any focus that apply to make you fall asleep. So fourteen is your target. Um, remember, you guys have six, counting them. Six bouncy momentum. Because, well, I got um, got one success. Oh, that's a bu- you rolled before I could say how much threat I. Was. Um. <laughs> <laughs> one two sixty i have as has to help me spend it um interesting you could spend time. four right now to bring it down to get that to give him a complication Did i do that baz mm-hmm. uh you, yeah within the rules um the question is um because he already sort of rolled for it what do you want to do there I'm going to let him keep it because he already wrote no big deal. You got one success, no complications, um, but one success. Um, you reach out to put the guy asleep and um, I need, wow, I forgot how to roll in the system. It's a 2d20 target at and it's critical. Two successes. Um, go, you, you try to put him asleep. He is not aware you tried to put him someone else's and their way of pushing you back makes your mind burn you lose your determined session that's that's what waitley whispers to bryce he just kind of clutches his forehead and ouch um and you know um you know that came from one of the other ships and from the um it, it came to war war barge going to take a wild guess it was a lethia oh yeah you know enough about how they um, how they attack, and actually, with what with what just happened, you get a feeling that this one uh, is trained defense, um, defense of the mine. Um, and Bryce says, "Talk to her." How are your, steps out uh, into the hallway. Steps out into the hallway and holds up his and um, Orion stepping close, and he says, "You're not gonna kill us." They, they grab his hands and like push him forward. It's one of those like um, kind of burly, like half naked Hulk pants wearing um, muscular uh, male, uh, like Orion male slaves with bolts in their head and um, bracelets on that have chains on them. And um, there's two of them. One of them like spins, uh, spins. Bryce around in front of him and Bryce just like holds his hands up behind his head um, and the other one holds a gun on you. Alco. Mistress will see you now. Oh, most <laughs> excellent. Fortunate she was willing to keep our appointment. If I can't screw with their heads my normal way, I'll find another way to do it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and the two of you begin to be led off and um, on another ship in another place. Oakley you appear with two office foreign t- one of them is really seriously imagine if john cleese had on a bunch of tellerite makeup and um uh, 
had a lot of explosives on him, had like a kit of explosives that he was wearing in order to in order to sabotage some stuff. And there's this other engineer who's like, uh, how can I help? <laughs> Um, and you are aboard maybe the large one of the largest hallways you've ever ever seen and because you're inside a cavernous ship this is a war barge dreadnought you can hear the the echoes of working at a distance echoing throughout the chamber of the ship and one thing that is interesting and weird to because it doesn't have like an emotional impact on you uh but there is in addition to that like clank of work imagine this like sultry music that like echoes throughout the entire ship in kind of a haze of um like a haze of vapors that exist in the hallway down like like just floating and, and you begin to scan i imagine um the in fact uh the, in fact john cleese as a tellerite knocks on your back he's like knock 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 hey 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 exocomp scan for um and structure we can exploit with these explosives and Oakley begins to scan, and we know what's going to happen on board that ship. And then all of the transporting done. And the shields around the Athens come up, and the shields uh, the, the stand from, uh, from Galileo around the Athens so that it just provides a momentary extra bit of extra bit of protection as their shields come online. And all of the uh, all of the Orion ships, it's like turrets and cannon. They begin to like circle and and they're um, almost almost like imagine a, an orbital an orbital cannon that is that is turning as giant ships turn cannon train on you as as green fireballs of energy sail throughout space, um, initially bouncing off of your shields with like that like green effect as it extends around from outside of your shields and and the galileo and the uh the galileo and the Lido and the athens all begin to fire the weapon they have at hand and in every One... in, in every place you begin to hear or see the din of that fight as on the planet quentin eli up above as you uh it's daylight but it's afternoon daylight you can see explosions begin happening far up above the planet. And now we can go into wherever people want to go. So one quick thing is that if they had time to turn their giant ships, we had time to do their sensor scram. Yes, I forgot you guys had. Um, what do they do exactly is the idea. I know it would um, maybe do maybe like disable weapon systems or something. I'm not sure what the plan yeah, is. Yeah, so, so that's Quentin. Oh, that's brilliant! You've got viral viral matrix start shutting down ships and weapons for time. I I like that. Um, make a make a sciencing roll, and you may throw one extra die in for for the reliant, and you may also throw one extra die in there for the oncom's assistance of the chief science officers who are. Not recurring characters, but they're like, they're on comms right now. Chief science officers of other vessels who are helping um, make these uh, sensors go off, and we make an I, I do science 
what is the I do science rule, Rick? Uh, and then depends and on reason or co- control. Reason and uh, science. Fifteen. Roll a fifteen, and uh, your your crit is on a one. Okay, the ship, the Reliant, makes uh, say sense science be a twelve. Great. Someone roll that. Awesome. Say, I'm not actually. He could have set it up. Uh... I got the roll. <laughs> and the ship uh, got the twelve. Uh, I I did the ship. Oh, ship only rolls oh, one yeah. die. Then we just got the two. And then for Quentin, um, he's on the away mission, but he set everything up, so I would still say goals for it. And and on ships, by the way, it's all counted as having focus, so you do get two successes. Yay! See Quentin's main roll. Yup. One, two, three. Well, his target was his target was uh, fifth. He's got two successes. Okay. Uh, and the other one, fourteen for an average. Uh, for two successes, uh, I gave you. So a we got six. In, we got six in total. You deploy a, uh, a, a what, what is it called? A sensor. A sensor scrambler for getting net. them to retarget themselves, and then viral matrix to get them to as they start. as they launch um as they launch their remaining squadron, and that's that's one more squadron each out of out of the slave master battleship. These Orion fighters getting to fill the sky. They, they go on in this place all fighters, and uh, the, the the war barge just seems to drop more small craft out of potential bays. You see, uh, and just fills as they begin to like drift out the sky and on the bridge of the reliant moon goes oh damn connor never been a robot before and um if you guys look over he's got uh he's got glasses on and it's all connected to a uh it's all connected station and has a uh has a display there he is now in virtual reality trolling the exocomp connor and has just drifted out of a torpedo and as their ships launch and fill the sky uh the sensor scramblers hit taking Taking the targeting trolls from all of the ships that were going to fire cannon turrets and and aiming them at their own relaunched squadron. So, um, Baz, what would be appropriate for the role of a an Orion gunner getting a role against a bunch of Ballcrafts? Uh, they literally just launched. Uh, I think for Shadowcraft, it's really a max nine for the current stat. Let's say a plus two security. Okay, so 11. 11. 20, 11. <laughs> Success. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the situation that you all find yourselves in. Who would like to uh, say, let's make this? Because um, on board the ship, uh, your enemies fire on themselves. It's that'll hold for one round. And then, you know, you know that it might well, still use them the next round, but they're going to start firing on you. So... On six successes, do we just get the sensor scramblers, or do we also get the viral matrix too? We we'll also get the viral matrix. Yes, <laughs> which, uh, which is going to shut down one of. Yay! So before, at this point, before they get a chance to adapt to what your to what your attacks are doing, it'll start to shut down. The- 
Um, and uh, yeah. you see, you see out of the uh, out of the port and on the etc. You see the Galileo, and uh, you you know how the Galaxy class does the, how the the phasers do that, like around the around the inner ring, and then fire, and um, you get all of that. Uh, you get to see these ships and all of their glory beginning to battle with three Orion dreadnought class vessels. Um, and what do people want to focus this battle? Or... Uh, depends on the others. I'm glad to just sit back and let some of the other people... Well, let's do, um, since we did a bit with Waitley and that, let's go to the, the planet. Okay. Yeah. Um, Eli and Quentin, you have, uh, Janik with you and a... Somebody flip, uh, uh here, I'll, I'll roll a die. Odds are evens. I get evens. That means this a female... Engineer from the Galileo specialty is it's a good specialty for an engineer on the ground. Um, shields, fabrications or shields. Yeah, I like that. Um, should what do you guys like? Fabrications, I said fortifications, fortification, okay. fabrications because that's the making turrets thing and mortars uh, and quantum so chronotons. <laughs> So when you when 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 your mind tells you what race um, this female engineer from the Galileo is, um, let us know. And um, four of you arrive at Capital City. That for many of us, we've seen it for for the audience. We saw it previously. Um, this was the city Waitley came into with trying to remember, and it, it's just escaping me uh, that. That had um it, that had a um large uh following for this woman um what is uh, uh named Taminora I like that 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 works um, that's for the the engineer oh, okay Taminora I like it um uh, if people update that as we go because I I don't have everything open that I should have open um yeah uh, in the drive in the drive. <laughs> Um, okay, got it. I, I, I don't remember the name, uh, and I'm sure we can go look it up for now. Um, for now, we will we call can, her uh, by a title. A title, which and uh, you are in that capital city. When Waitley came here last, uh, he d he was looking for Undine. At this point, you're not looking for Undine. You're trying to figure out what the uh, what the Orions are hoping to gain. By letting the Klingons, or what the Syndicate more specifically is hoping to gain by allowing the Klingons to allowing the Klingons to take over the administration, and what you find is a city much like I would say modern day, but how about modern day before the pandemic? Um, Paris. If you've ever seen how busy Paris become in mid-afternoon after work is let out. And um, after work is let out and people are going back and forth locations of uh, of relaxation and home and the, the streets are packed full of uh, there. Remember, before you've been down, there's been a large scale migration, and um, it looks to you like the uh, uh, the one leader that had been on this planet, Quentin and Eli, the uh, the kind of uh, commune sort of living individual, really only wanted trolls so that his people would be right and everybody else would. Um, uh, he wasn't really. Uh, 
he died the last time year and um all of his people seem to have migrated um there are slight differences in their uh in the intensity of the uh, in uh, the intensity of the the color upon their skin, um, it ranges it ranges from almost a palish, um, uh, almost human looking pale skin to it begins to become dark and orange and then darker orange very quickly. But um, that's what you see all around you is a, it is a city that had begun to soak in a large scale migraine from one whole empire. And once that began to happen, you see a third um, very like very distinctly. There are three types of um, Lepaden here. I get it right. I get it right. You say I got it right. I don't know if I got it right, but I hope um, that's what you are facing and Eli along with uh, Janik and this uh this other engine i think i think their mics are off or waiting is. on yeah waiting on people i i, I just don't know what to say some sort of like imagine imagine if you were in um imagine if you were in the the fascist capital fascist land with a bunch of people that are only because they they have uh, there's been a struggle for power among the um, one of those leaders died and all of his followers had nowhere to go but to this woman the matrix um and no nobody's in disguise either that's the best um this um th this woman this matriarch and um so i mean you're you're looking uh, you're looking around at, at at essentially refugees and um, a huge, huge scale, not just immigrant, migrant of this will, um, Eli or, or Quentin, either of you have, um, actually Quentin, I know you, um, you have anthropological specialty, um, and Eli, do you have something? I have yeah. seen no anthropology. Awesome. So you both have something that crit on better numbers. The best thing ever. You both can make a reason and a science check. So Quentin, that is 15, uh, and your crit is on a four or less. And for Eli, let me find Eli O'Connor here. Um, xenoanthropology totally applies. Your reason is 10 and your uh, science is four. So you're at a 14 with a four or less in a crit number. Um, the, uh, the other two members of your team are not anthropo anthropology specialists. Oh, man! Ooh. You got four, so that means two extra. And I will start with one of you two asking me the first two questions that come to mind when faced with, you're basically in the fascist capital with a whole lot of people that have no other choice but to be, um, uh, the matriarch who rules these lands, she's not kind, but she doesn't starve them. Kind of. Uh, so, what? What the first two questions would have? How much security does she have? Ah, the uh, over the uh, they have a large scale detail, especially around being hard and overthrow the fascists. I love it. You should. Um, they have a large scale security force around the matriarch, the, uh, the refugees, um, some of them have been other from what you can tell, uh, some of the ones that have come from the Southern parts of the continent have been, have been othered and, um, they, they face what is obvious security, um, tell that there's more security in 
parts of town where homes are not made of nice stone as you look from where you appear and you're able to step out onto the and the other thing notice is that there is a you want to call it an obelisk but it's taller than an ob it's like a smaller a much smaller washington it's a monument that's what it is uh, it sticks up out of the ground it has a color it's the end of the day remember the shadows are affecting it but it's it's like it's got a color like space um it looks like endless blackness floating points of light inside and um rising up um rising up around that are uh merchant looking or they're they're more structures uh where it looks like two merchants have uh merchant i say merchants think merchants of death um two very well dressed orion um and uh both quentin and eli should make a what's it what's the perception as let's go inside security inside security eli you're on a 10 so so 10 is your number and uh let me find quentin site security 11 and 2 13 is your number um what guys wow okay um wow <laughs> you know one success when your part when, when when the person's there with you too is just um both of you recognize that one of the people standing here is an extremely beautiful um, she is wearing that, um, that Royal Ryan metal finery that, um, that barely covers parts and has chains that drape and run around it. Um, she has her hair done all beautifully with like a kind, like a small crown, a crown that makes you recognize. And, um, the, uh, you recognize her. She's there with, um, she's there with a male Orion who is obviously, um, dressed to hide how he is, but he's got the bolts in his head and, um, he's got the, uh, he's got the wrist shackles, uh, underneath the finery that they, they've got him dressed in. And there are, um, merchants of death is one way to put it, um. They have a variety of weapons that they are demonstrating. The first that you see as you uh, begin to look into that part of the plaza is a disruptor rifle. They, they're demonstrating the disruptor rifle. And then they demonstrate what looks like, uh, the, call it um, phonetic. Um, it doesn't have ammo per se, um, but it does have a uh, charge that that ha and these are the two things that they're showing people and the woman sees uh is the four of you it is dara it is the um it, it is um the dark-haired uh sister of is the dark-haired sister of three orions i've given you the you know thanks to um jarlin we know that since they're they're triplets they all look like Danes, except with different colored hair in these pictures, thanks to that, that we have of her with skin. Thanks, um, Kendra. Um, <laughs> um, it, it's her in like all of her Orion, Orion finest, and she realized that she is suddenly embarrassed upon seeing all of you, and she goes, Oh my goodness, Starfleet, and you're see just give weapons. Are you? Hold on, hold on. I do have to, I do have to, a uh, question. This is Dara, the person I sent Waitley 
and Bryce to go try to talk to you on the ship. Oh. Yay! They are... She, Sorry, wait, she wait. says... She says, oh, Starfleet, it's been so long, and now you've caught me just giving weapons, whatever will you. And both Quentin and Eli and Janik all become overwhelmed. The fact that they're very close to a hyper-attractive Orion is active her pheromones against them. Ah, yay! (laughs) So this is an opposed role. Yep. Yeah, like, um, yeah, we didn't do blockers. Because you thought the two people going where she were going to be Waitley and Bryce. <laughs> yeah, so, wait, hold Instead on. Instead, it's can, Quentin and Eli. Can Waitley, can Eli at this point, like, quickly dose himself, at least? Is that possible? Yeah, with... Could he be like, oh, shit, and, like, dose himself with, like, uh, pheromone blockers? It's DM's call, but uh, I think with, like, a determination, something like that, Spin, it would be, that would work. Alright, um, which determination would help you stab yourself with an ant, uh, Eli? Is it serving in Starfleet as a family tradition? Loyal to the ideals of the Federation? Never be cruel, never be cowardly, endure hardship so others don't have Oh no, man! I wasn't expecting this. Oh wait, wait! I got it! I got it! I got it! It's we endure hardship so others don't have to. He's gonna stab himself with a very strong dose of the antidote, which is gonna suck. But he's gonna take that to be able to resist the Orions. Um, and that's a stretch. Or <laughs> he, or he could try to stab Quentin. With... What do you think, Eli? You weren't expecting. You walk up on that part of the plaza. Nobody care that you're aliens walking into their plaza. And when you get there, it's Dara, and she's like, "Oh, Starf, I love you so much. Come closer." <laughs> the only one like, and Janik. Janik is definitely like, "Oh yeah, let's go yeah. closer." Janik is like, is... "Come on, guys, let's go closer." Just yeah. like the Spanish Inquisition, I never expected this. Uh, you didn't expect, I think, I think that's the key, is that Eli didn't expect it, and so all three of them, uh, the engineer, um, the engineer from the Galileo, um, one of the last things here is, um, uh, we gotta think of a good name for her, it may, it can be I alien. already put one in there. Oh, Trit, Trit, Trit. Taminora. Taminora. Um, t- <laughs> Taminora to Galileo, we are compromised. Bad. Um, and that comes across. Oh, uh, hold on, um, hold on, that... hold on. Okay. Eli was saying something, and Quentin's typing something in chat. Just making uh, sure yeah. we stop. I there that I previously had said that there was like a standing order in place. Anytime we were with the system, we were gonna do blockers before we left the ship. And I did so go to MedBay to prepare before I left, so that's a standing I order. I think Quentin at least would have gotten stabbed because I've made a point of it in this episode. You're not allowed to go around the Orions without the <laughs> I think the key fact is no one expected any Orions down there. Uh, we kind of did, because we expected there to be Orion interference down there. They're on the planet, so I think we're expecting Orions to... We didn't expect the there, person suppose... specific, but we... Like, any other, like... It's not just the leadership that has this ability. Any Orion tech could. So, so it's not like it, we would have this standing order in place. And, like, think about, like, oh, what if it's the sisters? It's any Orion. So I think it would have been standard load up on blockers beforehand. That's just kind of my take. We didn't remember this. 
but you know what i'm good with that um uh all of you to make a, like a reaction check to stab yourself with blockers once you realize it's a problem what would you call that baz um, um daring you something daring medical daring daring medical daring security i would probably allow either okay uh eli 13 your number being and a doctor Quentin, crit on- uh you can crit on a four or Quentin, um daring medicine is an eight for you um <laughs> janik is uh is an 11 i'm gonna say janik is an 11 that makes holy holy moly janik is like i don't want no i don't want no pheromones eli is like i don't want your pheromones and quentin is like oh this is very nice we probably should <laughs> we should Quentin, you're 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 feeling like you should probably listen to Dara now. Definitely to tell you the best deal you can get out of it. You're, you you have you have a lot of faith that she's got your best. <laughs> you don't know where the engineer from Leo went. <laughs> Janet, uh, Janet, Janet looks over at you, Eli, and says. I am currently not swinging that way, I say as I inject myself. He puts his hand on his belt and he says, Oh, well, I, I was going to be done giving out guns. The minister of is going to my best once. Oh, don't don't trouble yourself. Why, why are you here? That's you know, a question either of you can answer. <laughs> you got me. It's confusing. I, I say to throw things off. Hello? Oh, was I muted? Well, I think we're waiting for Hippie. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, sorry. I was mute. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, she says, um, you'd be glad you're on the planet system with or without, with or without the ships they have available, um, with or without the ships they have available. They, 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 I'm certain need in uh, taking care of ships. I was, the ships I was reported at, it was reported you brought your entire exploration. Is that true? I mean, have you looked up within the last- That's what's going on up there. What if none of your ships survive and you have to come to my ship? I would rather commit seppuku. Rather commit- Quentin, that sounds like a fabulous idea, honestly. <laughs> um, I would rather commit seppuku. Meanwhile, Kara, make a piloting check. There you go. Three successes. Three successes. Dodge and weave, and because you had a success on this round, the Athens, um, because of your fancy flying, spared any attacks from the enemy ships. Now, Baz, for me to make an enemy ship attack, it's honor making a what kind of a roll? So it's a control security check. Um, it depends on how skilled you want them to be. Uh, it goes from uh, 9 to 15 in increment of 2. Okay. Plus the weapons uh, security for the ship. Oh, 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 oh. He and... more... He shoots more of him fighters that point. You know, oh, it'd be oh. really funny if Dara got a report about what's happening in orbit right now. <laughs> All right, that poor guy just shot more of his own. Maybe that's Dara. Who knows? Um, this is this is the two um, slave masters. Oh, man. No, they're not hitting anybody. And now, E20. Well, it's a complete... Yeah, okay. 14. Two successes. The gunner on the war barge. Um, manages to, uh, there's, Kara, have you, you've never accepted simulation 
flown through this kind of heavy fire. There are cannon shots, torpedoes, and extends on every side of you. Um, uh, and the, uh, the, she, you are forced to swerve and dip and, um, hope that it'll dampen and keep up with what's going to, with, with what is needed of, um, of you at the pilots. Um, it's covered in hummus. Uh, the ends, make sure the ensign knows that hum is good for her. Um, the, uh, moon, uh, moon is, um, rolling 12. He's, he's getting, uh, he's getting Cooper on out where it's got, where it's gotta be. And, um, Kara is this, this turn anyway, the Athens suffered no attacks. However, a, a phaser, not a phaser, a disruptor cannon cuts across, uh, cuts across the Lido's hull doing that um where it uh, where the the explosives kind of cut a line almost in the hull and explosions kick up along where the where the cannons trail the um the the thing to happen whatever reliant meaning uh captain graves car Junrani, uh kendra and Oh, uh, Rick? Is Rick on an away team? No, Rick's no, on the ship. Nope. I kept Rick on the ship. Nice. Good Good call. Rick, you are needed in engineering desperately as yep. explosions are rocking the ship around you. No panels have exploded yet. All right. So what uh, checks do I need? Okay. So this is damage control, right? Yes, it is. So here we yep, go. That, um, someone somewhere is definitely doing the Geordie dive. <laughs> Run, run, run. You've got to dive out of engineering. Here we go. Presence in engineering task. Ooh. What is the present? Rick tier. 10, 5. So 15. Um, and yeah, you are trying uh, you're trying to keep your main systems online. So I will let EPS power systems apply and let you crit on a 5 or below. Okay, here we go. Whoa. Oh, success. Real quick, uh, is this hey, being hey, we used got, with it? We got a crap. Hold on. Is this being used with uh, the entire engineering squad? Because per your oh, instructions previously, success. anytime the whole engineering squad is used, we automatically get a success. That is true. Um, for now, um, for, for now, you are very secure that you keep engineering from exploding. Nothing's nothing's actually hit your ship yet. Your shields are still uh, shields are still fully operating, um, Rick. I I just finally got the actual results on my end, so it's it's I'm a bit laggy. Ah, uh, um, so the um the role for role for Larissa important role two successes. Reliance phasers uh arc through the sky, cutting cutting a very nice line across one of the slave master battleships uh that is out there. The um the the, the Larissa is wise enough to not attack the ship that Bryce and Waitley. So we see the Slave Master battleship get hit with the hit with the phaser beams, and their shields flicker and and everything. You know, I, you, you know, on board that ship, stuff is shaken, right? Um, however, we now see uh, we now cut back to um, the bridge of the Reliant. Um, what uh, what are uh, Captain Graves and Kara? Graves since Kara's a bit. So, I mean, I'm just concentrating on dodging. I don't have anything specific to do. All right, so we, we've hit that 
Yeah, so we've hit that Slave Master with a phaser shot. It's taken some damage. Its shields been... have taken... Um, when you say yeah. it's taken some damage, Larissa says, I can report shield damage to that Slave Master. And her hands are flying all uh, over the place. Yeah, so we've got we've got this firefight situation. That's an expendable ship. Um, let's go ahead and first... Okay, so Baz, I wasn't able to take a look and memorize what sh- traits we've got for the ship. You've been looking at those. Is there anything that would apply in this? Uh, we've got, let me just, uh, I've got the, uh, so, um, not really in terms of talents. Power system, sick bay, and impulse. I don't think those, any of those would really. Uh, power systems, uh, put more power into it, get more out of that. Uh, it, it, power is sort of like a resource that the ship needs to manage. It doesn't, okay. um, you can, you can, like, put extra power in phase, like, phases to do more damage. Um, but it, it, it's really up to, like, you sort of have to do that. All right. So we're going to, um, I guess, uh, keep firing, guys. It feels like we're missing. We do have a trump card to play at some point. Uh, let's just go ahead and fire. Yippee, if you're talking, you're muted. I'm just saying that's both slave masters rules that I just did. I, I I was out loud that um both of those are failure to connect with their um, targets. So are you only one success? They've also got they should also be getting subset random sub. That's a good point. Um, Baz, is there that chart that tells us some? Uh, yeah, just roll a d twenty and I'll let you know. Okay, twenty on the uh, it's an eleven. Uh, which one? Uh, that's on the ship that uh, Bryson. Okay. So that uh, that's Others pretty sure like... that's structure. Um, re-roll structure. I don't. You know what? Structure applies to the other Slave Master battleship. Eighteen applies to whatever uh, to the ship that uh, Bryson Waitley. Okay, that's weapon. Weapons go offline and they don't hit away. And finally, uh, one d twenty for the um, for the big ship. Ten. And that is structure. So they both they both take some structural damage as um they, they both take some structural damage as inertial dampeners go offline putting extra pressure on some of these structural areas on the outside of and uh we have reached ten o'clock and at that moment as uh as combat in the sky begins um as combat in the sky begins in earnest and for the first time since our star trek adventure has begun um your bridge shakes back and forth and as actors you have to lean in one direction or the other (laughs) to make it look realistic as um no panels around you um and for right now for right now warp core stable as you guys have not been hit yet uh which is still very good it's just the swerving to avoid being hit it's um that's making that that's um i, I know she can't um uh she she can't uh, we're gonna I'm, and i'm gonna do one last moment with everyone um with, with every group um i i know that she's she's putting uh she's putting the acting ensign to um uh uh, she, she, she's giving the acting ensign a bath, but on on the bridge as um, as Kara swings the ship to and fro and now back another way, and Ensign Moon is like, I really am not loving this. Um, this whole connecting with a robot thing is not really like um, uh, is not really is not really happy, you know, happy for him. And then 
um, Kendra leans against the chair. The ship is sailing to and fro. Um, you know, the chief at the operations department says, oh, shit, like data right there. And Kendra, you lean against the chair, your stomach hurls, and your water breaks, and you go into labor on the bridge in the middle of, uh, in the middle of combat. Um, Cut, Waitley, and Bryce. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was my plan all along. These epic um, hanger moment. Um, I hope that's like uh, a, a fun, you know, time. <laughs> <laughs> this is not relaxing. This is not relaxing me at all. Um, and uh, I know this is going to be horrifying. Um, uh, Waitley, you and Bryce are uh, uh orion's open the this big doorway that opens like curtain they say the mistress been waiting calling it it's the niece greatly nods and says enters very confident i make uh as can i use threat make things easier for myself oh yes um so you can use threat just as like uh we use momentum oh really oh wow that's oh that's awesome how much, like, so how many more dice can roll right here? So you can use have, six, like... six momentum to give yourself five dice. Oh, I'm going to totally do that. I still have six moment. I, I still have back. So that means seven, 20. Uh, f- that's five D 20. Uh, so okay. if he rolled five complications, I would die. Reroll, do man. I still have six left. I still have six left. It's four. No, it's five. Um, okay. Oh my God. This is the greatest day that has ever been a day. <laughs> wait, ever, wait, wait, wait. Can we. Ever been a day. Um, her back is kind of like beautiful, almost like almost like Arabian sort of setup, like a small, beautiful, uh, satiny, hanging, uh, hanging Arabian type silks everywhere. And the chair turns around and. Dressed in a, a very common Katie, a uh, very common uh, uniform, as if um, as if it were one of the Orion slaves, but a but allowed to wear um, shirt as well. It doesn't. It also doesn't have braces or um, or, or or head um, implants. As uh, as a Lethian looks right at you, Waitley. Looks at Bryce and says, "Oh, I can't do anything, but you, ow!" Successes on an opposed roll with your, um, with your mental, um, mental, mental, mental wait, wait. stuff. Let Kendra type this out. But, but, but. No, no, no. Kendra. Okay. Go for it, okay. Waitley. Go for it, Waitley. Ow! And when he says that, you realize this is the, um, this is the same thing who you encountered on Ryza. How many dice does it take to, or how many momentum does it take to get one? So for two one dice, dice, it's one. For the second dice, it's another two. And for the third dice, three. So it's six total. He checked for one. Six total. Um, he did. This one hid. It's that just was about. Earlier one. Take the hit to your pride. We don't need to spend momentum. You yeah. have six. You have six of it. Spend the well, momentum. It's, not, man. Like it's not gonna be a matter of a hit to my pride, but yeah, let's just roll with that. Let's see what happens. Wait, wait, well, hold on. Do what I did, man. Well, five dice. It's awesome. Well, that means that we don't have any momentum. Well, that means we don't have any momentum left. It's the end of the game. Combat. But at the same time, 
Does it carry over to the next guy? No, this time won't. So, like, go ahead. Yeah, don't burn it all. Well, burn it all, Waitley. Well you are burn fighting all, him Waitley. with everything. Waitley, come on, come on. Five dice. And, five dice. And hold on. Is there any his focus or with um do any of focuses apply because he is just direct telepathic combat yep i'm, uh, I'm looking at what he's got. Uh, uh i'd say the needs of them and personal privacy true um true personal privacy um, and psychology what is the best for defending for against somebody trying to make you do something you don't want to do well it depends uh, is is how is is he gonna try and control it or is he gonna try and fight through it like how is he handling it yeah, how do you want to handle command, this? Reason, I'd say. Lately? Reason, reason, command. Uh, gen generally, it's daring or control, and the, the the reason why it's daring or control is depending on how you know how you're mentally dealing. Are you keeping your mind in focus and control, or are you just sort of um, facing the threat and the, doing this. like mental combat, like actual mental combat? Well, I'd also say he could also be reasoning through what he's feeling from the Lethian and then using that for combat as well. Eli is picking up what I was thinking. I wanted to see if there was a way I could push it back on him. Okay, that's control. Um, so you, you will be using um, uh, control, which is seven, and command, which is four. So your number is 11. Um, you're rolling five dice at 11. So, um, so do you still have your... Uh, do you still have your determination, or did oh, you use it? burned it up. I remember. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, and uh, and then his target rate. What's his critical range? Critical range is four. So eleven with a critical range of four, and you have five dice. Big money, big money, no whammies. Four oh. successes. Wait. Well, hold on, hold on. If I use determination, I can you, get us three momentum. You don't. Control. You don't need to. Um. And uh, you don't need to, and that's because this is another um. Hanger moment. Waitley, he's stronger than you are, right? Because this was not expected. This caught you by surprise. Um, this guy, uh, this guy is really good at hiding present. Even right now, looking right at him, you can't be a hundred percent certain psychically where he um he's good. He's like really, really skilled telepathic. Um and 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 for a moment, feel um, feel like you are going to bow, and then um, and then you hear kind of like remember what um, what the childlike voice of the Horda sounded like in your mind, yeah. and and this this kind of is an echo in your mind that says, "Want to break the fabric, take the power." And that's it. And then you're like, I did not just hear that. It's one of those, I didn't just hear some weird nonsense in my brain. What do you do? Blinking. Insert Blink. weight. Insert white guy, uh, weightly blinking gif here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know the gif I'm talking about, right? Yeah. We know. Do you bow or not? Just imagine that's weightly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that you both found it. You want to bow or not? Well, if I don't have to bow, I don't have to bow. I'm not um, waitly. You become hundred percent aware that you've just lost something, and know what it is because you just lost it. Something inside of you just died. It went away. There is there is a 
there is a momentary black void inside of where something existed that doesn't anymore. And you don't have to bow and you wanted him to bow. You, how do you tell him with your mind? Yeah. Stands up off of the chair. Are you? As he goes down to one knee. And we cut to, um, we, we cut to John Cleese. Um, uh, John Cleese, uh, some engineer who's also fairly good with explosives who's a little who's a lot younger um and oakley and um oakley because you have like magnets on you he will like toss you mines and explosives and like tell you where to put them and set them up and your objective objective sabotage the um sabotage the the war barge dreadnought from with big things go boom got it um and um on the planet it makes a lot of sense. Eli, Danik says, make very much sense at all. And, um, need to get Quentin out of here. So how, and she says, so between us, um, doctor, how many lithia does it take to make a brain blue? And I do not want that question. You just want to be a doctor. Just want to stay on my ship and be at, I, I'm, I'm afraid that recent, recent happening the syndicate have found us in desperate need for a doctor. Perhaps you'd love, uh, perhaps you'd like to work with, uh, the winning at the end. Is this a choice, or is this, like, a sort of, you're going to kind of, like, force me the into war it? The war minister will keep an eye on the coming and going of the Klingon Empire because of their position within the local government not killed. They do not hold position like the foolish woman on all of the posts of war minister. The most they've ever had to worry about is how many machines of mass destruction around will hold an important the new order of the uh, of the klingon empire falls upon this planet that's not something but having a having a syndicate allied member of the government is not a bad thing perhaps starfleet would like it i i am confused as to what she's offering can you just sum it up please um uh she's she doesn't seem to be offering specific she's just told you that she intends to um you're guessing through redistribution of advanced weapon to the popular vince the war minister of this planet to support the orion syndicate by reporting on the kdf once the kdf arrive on you and she, she says, she, she says, perhaps, she says, perhaps Starfleet would like in on this. I, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure Starfleet doesn't do that sort of, nor do oh, I. How boring. Quentin, is Can that your be. name? Commander, Lieutenant, what are those silver things on your, uh, on your neck mean? Are you, are you, are, uh, doctor, are, are you here to take me? Are you here to arrest that? Arrest you? No. What do I look like? I'm not a security officer. I don't got a gun. Look at me. I'm unarmed. We came Science. here to... We came down here for purely scientific purposes. Science office security escort. You're here to learn about the... See if there's anything you can do to get them to support your federation world. You say peaceful, but we have the Andorians, we have the Tellarites who never stop arguing. We have the Bajorans who, for the longest time, were in a fucking resistance against the Cardassian Empire. What part of peaceful is, you know? That's true. You are a rather, you are a rather warlike Starfleet, aren't you? 
We're all out of guns today, children. Matriarch provides. He doesn't really believe the matriarch provides, she says it. Um, but it's obviously something she's been saying. Matriarch provides. So, what shall we do now? Shall I show you around and do my friends? Intend at the very least to take this one. Pokes Quentin in the chest. Back to, back to home. He has a pregnant Isn't he married? Isn't he married? That's so perfect. Yeah, you're, you're signing a death warrant. You are waking a sleeping giant and giving them a great resolve. Mm, that would be very bad. Yeah, but you know those Bajorans I just mentioned? That That's one of his wives. That's his wife. <laughs> Sorry. I, that's his wife. I, that's one I see. No, no, I, um, I, I didn't see that. I corrected So, you. doctor. The doctor. What? This is yes. the moment when it all is. We can always let just, let know, me ask you. Okay. You have command training according to everything to dig up about you. And she holds up a little like a, her her pad is the size of a big cell phone. And she holds it up. You recognize something that only a couple of people on the ship would have memorized. Basically anybody on command staff trained you, Bryce, the captain, and would have this series of numbers memorized. Um, Don't forget, Kara had command training. Oh, that's right, and Kara, Kara may would was in recognition. But you definitely, do, Doctor, that is that is reliance. Old harmonics, like you know how in Wrath of Khan they this is how we bring their shields down, and like shields on Enterprise went down, that, that kind of thing. That's exactly the code that he that she's showing you. For reliant, and there are three other codes on there that you can only guess belong to the other star. And she smiles. Ah, the question. And that is really enough for one night.